Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the DNA podcast. How the devil are we all? Please let us know in the reviews. If you enjoy this podcast, then yeah, if you've got a minute, it doesn't even take a minute, but uh, yeah, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. So then, I am currently sat on an island in a bivvy and it's raining, so you might hear a little bit of background noise of uh, the pitter patters of the rain drops on the roof of the bivvy here, but to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world right now. Well, other than Rainbow, of course, but that's next month. Um, yeah, I'm currently sat on my syndicate at the minute, which has got older me, you know. It's one of them where I haven't, I haven't had a lake sort of, well, I have had lakes grab me like this, you know, in the past as such, but it just feels like it's been a while since... I've got me fishing head right on my shoulders at the minute and this place, I just can't stop thinking about it. I'm constantly trying to be here and fishing it as hard as possible. So we started about six weeks ago now, I believe, sort of, you know, just after lockdown. Uh, come here for the very first time in the draw, got in the draw and whatnot. And to be honest, I, I honestly thought that there was going to be that many people turn up for the draw that thought I was going to be lucky to even get a swim and uh, yeah only 15 I believe 15 people turned up for that draw and yeah managed to get myself a swim whether it was a good swim or not you know I'm I'm still a little unsure to be honest because I'm still feeling my way in over this place but that first trip over here went well for me the very first morning I managed to catch an absolute perler, you know, an absolutely beautiful, beautiful carp. One of one of the guys that's fished this place for the sort of past four years, etc. He was there uh, when I was taking the photos, and uh, he said, you know, that's one of the best looking carp he's ever seen come out of it. Amazing, amazing looking creature. Um, which some of you may have noticed, I've not actually posted sort of any of my captures as such from here due to the fact that we're actually going to be making a film. Now don't worry, I'm not putting this film together, so with someone else putting the film together it will definitely get done. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm filming as much as I possibly can over here for a film that's going to be put together with my sort of fishing that I'm doing on this wonderful pond. So it's around about 60 odd acres I would say it is. A lot of boat work so it's, you can use boats on this on this lake and when we first joined on it it was gin clear everything was through the aquascope you know and you were you were in the fish's world it was amazing you could see 14 foot down you could see the bottom and Celia spots what's going on and and yeah that first bite that I had uh, was off of like one of this very pronounced hump out in the water you know a very obvious sort of feature and I, I, I took this fish off the side of it I've been using the bug 
on here, which has been a bait that we've now been testing for two years, the bug, and it's almost in its final stages. Well, it, I think it is in its final stages now, and you know the consultants are out there using it as much as possible uh, before we obviously launch it, which I, I believe might be around the sort of autumn time for people that are wanting to know when the bug's gonna be coming out. Um, I think we're aiming for the autumn, but don't hold us to that because um, because yeah, at the minute the boys are snowed under in the factory, you know, working their socks off at the minute to get all of your orders out. So if you have again placed orders with us, be patient. Um, we are trying our utmost to get everybody's orders out as quick as possible. Um, sorry, just got on a bit of a tangent there. But uh, so yeah, the fishing on here when I first started, and it, like I say, it was gin clear. Had that first bite off of this spot, and. I was so excited to get back out and have a look at the spot after I'd had a bite. I, I put, you know, th five or six handfuls of bait. Now, when you're when you're boat fishing and you look at that on the bottom, it feels like you've put a lot of bait out there, you know. When you're looking through the aquascope, um, yeah, went back <laughs> went back out to the spot, you know, hoping it was going to be completely different, you know, where a fish had fed on it, etc. And uh, I think the fish had only picked up milk bait, to be honest, because everything else was um, was still there, which, which was a little bit of a shame. So I, I was sort of hoping that the spot might have changed or that I might learn something from, you know, staring at the spot after I'd had a bite on it. But yeah, one of them things, but amazing, amazing fish. And like I say, it's all being filmed. A film will be put together. It's been good on here. It's been it's been all right for me. Although not a lot of the big ones have shown up, so I've sort of I've missed out on on catching the big ones out of here as of yet. But as it stands, I've had I've had bites every single trip bar one. You know, so I think this is about my seventh trip that I'm on now. Just done 24. Well, I got here yesterday evening. Um, and it's a totally different lake now to how we started. Like I say, you were looking at your spots in 14 foot of water, whereas now the algae bloom, you can't even see an inch down, you know? It's, it's, it's a totally different pond altogether at the minute, which, um, which, yeah, has all of its issues of not obviously being able to see these spots. A lot of the spots that I was sort of eyeing up when it was gin clear were very, very small spots, tiny little bucket lid type spots, you know, and you would never find them just donking around the rod. So I had actually bought myself an underwater camera, which I've been using on here. And with the algae blooms, you t it tends to sort of hang up in the water, you know, the first sort of meter or two. And then once you get past that algae, you can sort of see on the bottom of the lake bed. So I thought I'd get myself this underwater camera. And yeah, that's, that's made me keep in touch with the fish as well, should we say. I can still find them little spots, but now this algae's taken on, a lot of the weed is dying off because obviously light's not getting down for the weed to grow. And yeah, these all of a sudden these very small spots that I was finding when it was clear aren't looking as great anymore, you know? And uh, some of them have gone black where, where they used to be like little sandy sort of stone, you know, you had them little flecks of stones in amongst these little sandy spots. They're, they're now, when you look at them through the camera, they're, um, they're black, you know, they just don't look too appealing. But, you know, it's, um, it's a little edge that I've put into me fishing over here. It's got me, a, you know, a few bites and, um, and yeah, like I say, it's a totally different pond at the minute, which is a bit of a shame because I sort of come over here in the hope to, 
fish use in the aquascope and, and learn as much as I possibly can with, you know, fish feeding on spots and pre-baiting spots and, you know, just being in their world all the time. So the fact that it's got this algae bloom on it is a little bit of a shame, but it is just one of them things. Um, I can't see it clearing up. Uh, before sort of November, which I think is about the time that it shuts up over here. It's not a very good water, water, uh, water, water. Wow, there's a new one. Uh, winter water. It's um, yeah, been fished in the winter as well by good anglers, and um, yeah, unfortunately, it's just one of them shuts up shop over here, which is a little bit of a shame because it would be nice to do a few winter trips, which I'm sure I probably will end up doing anyway. But yeah, I just cannot see this water clearing up until then, which which is one of them. So I think next year, you know, over here, it'll be a completely different pond entirely. And uh, and yeah, you're always learning, you know, as much as, as much as you're at the pond. And that's what I'm trying to do at the minute, be here as much as possible. It's really got older me, this place, and I love, love coming here. And, uh, and yeah, I've, I've had, uh, like I say, bites are bites on almost every trip bar one. I actually thought I'd had a repeat capture of the very first fish that I had out of here um, a couple of weeks ago. It was, you know, it looks so similar in the net. I, thought, I can't believe I've had a repeat of that fish. You know, this one that everyone sort of said, you know, is one of the best looking fishes in here. Well, there can't be many of them in here for someone to say that, you know. And uh, yeah, then I'm staring at another one that's definitely from the same origin as that fish. Uh, but yeah, totally different one and a couple of pound bigger as well. So yeah, I I've had a couple of minters out of here and uh, a few of the sort of stockfish along the way. So I'm feeding my way into this place nicely. Really, really enjoying the fishing over here. All of the lads that fish this place are sound as a pound as well. It's been a lot busier from obviously what it's normally like over here due to the fact that a lot of people have been on furlough and whatnot and been paid to go fishing i guess so uh so yeah there's been there's been a fair few anglers over here which has been cool to be honest because you know you get to hear other people's stories etc of uh, their own fishing on here and seeing photos i've i've sort of had this discussion um with the interviewee which will be coming up soon um, about sort of finding everything or, or all the fish about um, that swim in the lake you know seeing photos of them all and it's sometimes it's nice not to know and I, I don't I know a few of them I know quite a few of the big ones that are in here but there's still plenty of surprises and fish that I haven't seen out of here before and you will have to excuse the background noise there I am under the Heathrow flight path and uh, for the interview that we've got coming up for you you may get a few planes uh, heading over as well because the lake that we did this live podcast from uh, is not a million miles away from where I am at the moment so yeah you'll have to excuse them planes as I'm sort of shouting down the mic at the moment uh, you will get that in the interview that we got coming up with Nikki Mills so yeah my first sort of live on the bank type podcast thing um, since well forever it's felt because due to obviously COVID-19 um, and yeah wow that he, that boy has caught some fish, let me tell you. He's caught a lot, a lot of carp, Nicky has. And, and yeah, I chewed his ear off for, you know, what was it, about two and a half hours, I believe, yesterday this was. And yeah, some of the stories that he's got from some of the amazing carp that he's caught. Um, yeah, wow. 
I think we should just delve straight into this interview, to be honest. I'm sure you're all going to enjoy the interview that we've got coming up next with Nikki Mills. Welcome to the podcast, Nicky Mills. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you, Lee. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. So, a very picturesque lake that we're at at the moment. We're a monster pit. Um, is this the sort of fishing that you normally do? Something that you like doing this sort of big pit fishing? Yeah, I like this sort of fishing. It gets you away from the crowds a bit more. Is that is that what it is then? Is it get you sort of getting away from the crowds? Is what what you like to do? You're not you're not a sort of linear man then. I take it. I'm sort of leaning towards more this way now, just trying to do my own fishing instead of more competing against the other anglers. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's more competing against the other anglers than the actual catching the fish now. It is like that nowadays, isn't it? You get that on most places, you know. Well, most day ticket waters are always round. That is that. Uh, uh, have you ever done much of that day ticket fishing? I did do it when I was younger, obviously, dotting and dabbing about on different waters, more busier waters, and I have done it. Like when I started fishing the manor, that was like most circuits, like sort of circuit water I fished, where it was like one in a swim, one out. Ma manor in Essex, this That's is, it, yeah, Essex, yeah, manor, yeah, yeah. So, how, how long ago was that when you started on manor? When did I start on there? I think it was. 2015 I think I started on the manor, right. 2014 sorry it was. Right, yeah, yeah. And how did that go, first season on there? What? Well I didn't, I only done the winter on there, I got a winter ticket in 2014 to, to the 2015 in the March. And um, what did I have, I had 16 fish through the winter. Oh lovely. But yeah. it took me like the first month just to like sort of work it out. Mm. So I was trying to do my own thing on there but not interacting with the other anglers. Right. Like I've never sort of fished somewhere where you had to interact with the other anglers to be, because you've got to get in the right swims. If you're not in the right swims, you're not catching the fish. Yeah, And yeah. I didn't want to interrupt people with their fishing to find out when they was going. So right. I, just, I was just walking past people, not really asking when they was going for the first month. Yeah, so just doing your own thing and just all that and feeling your way in. It didn't work, to be honest. Like, oh, really? No, you, you was like, there was three swims on the lake that was mainly doing bites. Right. And if you weren't in them swim, you might always fish zigs out in the middle and try and catch them passing. Yeah, yeah. It's like the fish like feeding in them three swims. But as soon as I managed to get in them, one of them swims, I think I was only in there for two hours and I managed to hook a fish straight away, but I lost it out of the net with a nook pole. Oh no, did That's you see it. what one it was? No, but it was a big one. <laughs> they always yeah. are when they drop off. <laughs> <laughs> I see it roll above, like I said, as it rolled over, it was a really good fish, the first one. Mm. And then about five hours later, I managed to have another one. That was, I think it's called Paw Print. Right. And that was £39.50. Oh, lovely. So that was your first fish out of there. Oh, one, lovely yeah. jubbly. Yeah, and in the morning, nice. I managed to get this like mad fishing on there. I think my next fish was £45. Was it? £45. Oh, mate. It was the big Simone. Yeah. And then I had, I backed that up about two hours later with. What fish was it? I think it was Clover. Yeah. At 43. Oh, mate, don't. Lovely, all in winter as well. All in winter, yeah. yeah nice. So what, what did you do to catch them then on there? So I started fishing it, I think the ticket started the beginning of October and I didn't have a fish all of October coming in. Obviously I said I blanked for the first month on it. Mm. And so my first fish was in um, November. And then from then on, once I knew what swims like to be in, it was 
pretty much plain sailing Lee. Yeah, yeah. So what was your do? Did you just single bait fishing? Was it maggot fishing? Was it was it no, what was you up to? To be fair, a lot of people on there was putting in a lot of bait. Everyone was sort of doing the same thing, mm. just spraying loads of boilie over the um over their rods and then just sitting on it like sort of not putting bait out extra just leaving that bait to sort of just no fester more, out there you know, just fester and i thought i'm going to try and fish it sort of like match style instead of just putting in loads of bait in one ear i'm just going to put in a small amount of bait so like one catapult but i'm going to do it every hour right or sometimes i was doing it every half hour just a little bit of bait but more often yeah yeah and that's when i started catching more do you know what more often yeah, instead ideal. of fishing over loads of bait what everyone else was doing I started um, just fishing over little bits. Right. Like you'd be sitting there, you'd be in the in your swim, five o'clock would come and you'd see someone come and bait up, probably put 10 kilo out of boilie. Then he'd go away and about seven o'clock another geezer would turn up. Oh, wow. And he'd put another 10 kilo out. Hell. Over the top, so right. just bait going in everywhere. Yeah, so a bit of a circus by the sounds yeah, of things over there. Circus on there. There was, um, yeah, if you turn up there on a Friday night, you're only going to get one swim, pretty much. Right, really. One swim free. God, was it was it one of them though where you know if you did turn up on a Friday night, that one swim that was free always had fish in front of it. Yeah, they definitely they do push into them, but it's it's mad. They didn't really like feeding in them swims too much. Really. And I was fishing it in the winter, so it's hard to really go on. Once it starts dropping weather, it's really. They ain't moving about as much, so they ain't getting about. So it might all be different in the summer, do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. When they're moving about a bit more, you might catch them in there. But when I was fishing, it was really swimming through the winter. Right, the was The fish it? was only sort of feeding in three different areas in the pond. Right, and was that centre of the pond, was it, by any chance? One or? in the centre, like, bang in the centre of the pond, and then it was either ends. They'd right. turn up in either ends of the pond. Right, so you had one swim in the centre that was doing bites, and then one, one you uh, car park in, one follow, you know, furthest end away. Car parks, really. Right, right. So your first sort of spring on. Well, how did the rest of that winter pan out? Obviously, you had them fish. Um, you know, them a couple of forty pounders, thirty nine pound. I'd lost a big one. You know what? What sort of spurred on from that point on? But had you unlocked the code there? Then where, did you feel? Yeah, I felt you know, like I was using. Like I was using a longer rig as well. Like I went over to uh, nylon hook links because no one was using nylon hook right. links on there. Right, and when you say longer hook link, how, how long are like we talking? Minimum of like 12 inch hook links. Wow, right, that long. Soon as I, to be fair, as soon as I put the mono hook link out there and I got in that swim, that's when it straight away I started getting bites. Right. So I was using them between like 12 and 14 inches. Yeah. That was like on the bottom, it was like. Um, a silty dead silty debris sort of all over the bottom mm. with little pockets of clear area sort of in it mm. but i think they were so small these little pockets of clear area to try and land the lead on them and get it on them and presentated every time mm. would have been hard so i was just thinking more of a longer hook link no one presentated all the time with a lot really light can counterbalance well i was using a pop-up yeah a 12 mil pop-up and sitting a size 8 swivel inside the pop-up Right, so it right. Acts sort of like a wafter, but yeah. really come down slow on a on a. That's quite a big swivel, that, isn't it? Size eight. Well, I'm using that size swivel to, for the weight of the counterbalance. Pop -up yeah, so it wasn't yeah. breaking the pop up as you was pulling that size swivel. I was just in. drilling it out a little tiny bit. I would people I weren't even drilling out. I was just getting the end of my scissor and just twisting in it in a bit before I put my needle through. Right. And then just pulling that over the size eight swivel. Right. And where that was, that was just bringing it down yeah, really like slow. Yeah, nice. Yeah, on a, like on a it. long hook link mm. on that debris, 
it was the sort of like must have been just presenting every single time yeah, like yeah. i wouldn't use it like i'd go i only use a size 8 pop-up because i mean i only use a size 8 swivel because of them pop-ups was that's what i needed for them right like if i needed to i'd go down sizes do you know yeah what I mean? yeah but i was using and another thing i was using like a size 4 rook mm. with a size with a 10 mil pop-up right so a massive rook yeah yeah tiny little pop-up wow yeah, like it. So was it? So how was that sitting on the bottom? Was the was the hook lying flat? Was the hook cocked up right? Was it? Well, it was sort of like I think the hook. When I put it out, when I check it every time, I make sure the hook is so the point is sort of laying on the debris, and the back of the hook is sort of popped up. The swivel sort of holding the back of the hook. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I reckon over like six hours, I reckon it might lay down just a little bit. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Yeah, nice. So it's fairly close to the lake bed there, then, yeah, isn't well, it? Yeah, it would be sitting. I reckon after three or four hours, I reckon it is actually sitting on the lake bed. Right. But really softly, do you know. And when I when I check it, it's always it'd always just be sitting the eye of the hook on on the bottom. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Just turn your back to the wind there, Nicky. I'm, I'm getting sorry. a bit of um, wind noise sort of thing, and keep this about a fist away from like like that sort of distance. That's it, mate. Sound. Right. Yeah, okay. So every time I check it, if that, if the pop up, if the up point didn't hold, if it didn't hold the back of the up shank up, I'd just whip that pop up off and I put another one on. Right. So I've got exactly the one I need. Yeah, so yeah. every time it's going down, I know it's just presenting every single time, mm. and it's going down really slow. Right. So, so it's going to lay over everything. So you say you was baiting little and often as well. So yeah, what what was you baiting with? I was using the eight mil boilies. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Literally just putting like eight or ten out at a time with a pole of eight millers. Mm. So mm. it was really little, but every half hour to an every half hour to an hour. Yeah, yeah. I was doing that. Yeah, right. Ideal. Yeah, nice. So that so that was your first sort of trip. Was that your first trip that your dad fished? I think that was the beginning of November, so I've done four trips. I've done four two nighters, just like getting to sort of know where the fish was coming from. Yeah, really. yeah. Getting everything wrong to be first at first. Yeah, what well, you that's what you gotta do though, isn't when it? I, when you yeah. when you when you go to a water, you know, you, you're gonna get things wrong, isn't you, at the but start. When I got on there I'm thinking, right, I got this month's my prime time on when you get your winter ticket, you think, yeah. right, I need to catch what I can this month before yeah, it starts yeah. slowing up. Yeah. And I was a month in seeing everyone sort of catch and I ain't caught, you know what I mean? Right, right. So I was starting to panic, but then it started sort of fizzled off a bit in November. It weren't getting as busy right. as it got colder and definitely as soon as the weather dropped below minus it was only like one or two of us on there it seemed oh, to blow really quiet when it got cold yeah yeah nice so how did the rest of that winter pan out for you i end up catching stella out there twice i caught it i caught it on box no new year's day i caught it wow and i caught it on new year's day on the first yeah yeah at 49 pound nine just under 50 pan. Like oh, come out four days before I caught it at 51, <laughs> right. 12. In the winter and it's dropped weight like that, yeah, isn't like it? literally, I caught it four days. The geezer caught it on Boxing Day. I caught it on New Year's Day. Right. And it had dropped like two pounds, you know what I mean? But I'd had this fish on and I'm watching it in the margin and I'm planning. It's taking me in and out the reeds. Now I'm crapping myself because I've seen it, I've yeah. seen it five days before when this man's caught it at 51. And it would have been my first 50, so I'm shitting the brick sort of. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And I see it just going in and out of the reeds, and I just want it to go in the next. I mean, this is definitely a 50 pounder. Yeah. It was a bit, 
I won't gut it because you can't be gutted at a forty nine pound and I did no, actually yeah. join that lake for Stella. Right. It's such a known fish. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've read of, like heard stories about it for years. Yeah. Fish. Yeah. It's always been the Northern Lynn. Is it that one in there? That's the one that I I, I absolutely love that. Well, before that, amazing. for me, it was the Annie. Yeah. Like, it was all about the Annie sort of. Right. Manner. Yeah. Might have to come in a bivy a little bit here because it's um I, I'm getting feedback from that wind. That's it. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, sort of like when I was younger, all the mag it was more the amphibian. Right. Yeah. And then when that passed away, it was Stella of the Northern and Georgie's. I think the top three. Lovely. No, it was Stella, Georgie's, and the Peach. Right. That's it. The Peach. Peach. And then sort of Georgie's was up and coming, and it was a bit smaller then. Right. But it sort of like took over now. Hmm. So you uh, did you manage to catch the rest of them for about? So no, we'll talk about obviously how the rest of that winter went. So you had Stella so in had the winter. Stella New Year's Day. Yeah. And I had a bit of rough time with my girlfriend over Christmas. I'll tell you this. And I <laughs> went over there Christmas Day. I don't know why. Oh I went, wow! But I just, I just it had, must have been rough then, yeah, would it? <laughs> so I ended up just going over there Christmas Day. I know it's a bad thing, but. I was only over there two hours and I managed to catch Hank at a 42 oh, and a half pound. Oh, don't, mate. Lovely. So lovely. I managed to catch a 40 on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> you know That's a bit terrible, but ain't a lot of people can say they're better oh, than English 40 on yeah, Christmas Day. Yeah, amazing. And then it's, I finished the year on Hank and obviously started the year on Stella when oh, I went wow. back there. Oh, mate. <laughs> went back there on New Year's Day and had Stella. Oh, don't. So I'd finished the year on Hank. Oh, and then started it on Stella. Oh mate, oh amazing. So, so I've done a, a bit more time on it, so that, that would have been November. Mm. I caught a few more. I don't, what did I catch? I caught, um, oh, caught a pretty scaly linear. Yeah, that's a lovely um, carp that one. What sort of size is that one? I had it at, I think it was 38. 12 or something, right. just under yeah, 39 amazing. pan. Amazing carp. Yeah, it's a lovely carp. Yeah, it's a lovely one. Yeah, perfect, yeah, that one. Yeah, beautiful. So I had that one, then I had a repeat. I ended up catching Stella again. Mm. Yeah, I caught Stella again. Was that same trip as that, that scaly one that you had, was it? or? No, it wasn't. I right. had that scaly one. I think I had a 29 pounder with that one, that trip. Right. I was sort of catching nearly every trip lead, to be fair. Every time I went, I... I was having a few. All same there. tactics, long hook link, same pop up. Well, and once all I got that, once I knew that was working from that session, I put that on all three rods after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What colour pop up? Did that matter over there, or was you chopping and changing the colours, or was it just all whites to, or pinks? To be or? fairly, you know me, I'm always a white man. Yeah, all my yeah. rods are always white, and that's been like that probably for the um, last six years or so. Right, right. Like right. Once I get confident on the colour, I don't think it's worth changing. Really? So you, you hear different things from everyone, don't you? Most people are like, oh, certain colours work on certain days and this, well, that and the other. I have, I have noticed that to work. Once I did fish, I ended up fishing Bernard's all. Yep. And um, I noticed where you get loads of bites, I'm not used to getting so many bites. <clears> so you definitely learn more when you get in the bites. Yeah, yeah. And I was... It seemed I had a yellow one. I put a yellow one on my middle rod for some reason. While I was fishing corn and I thought I'd just put a yellow one over yeah. it just to match the hatch. And um, my yellow one just kept going through the day and not overnight. Right. On there. Right. And I ended up changing through the day. I'd put the yellows on all three rods because mm. I was fishing them all on the same spot. Yeah. But the whites weren't going through the day. Well, I was oh, yeah. catching on them, but 
not even a quarter of much as the middle rod was. Right, on. right. As soon as I put them on all yellows, they was all going straight away. Mad that, isn't it? Well, so you say it's mad, but when you've got a big bed of corn out there, I suppose, and then you're fishing two whites, which would look quite alien out there, Maybe, I guess, yeah. but, you know, with corn. And Maybe it. that's why. It's, it's going to be different situations for all Yeah, yeah. But, but I know the white works, so I know I just stick with that. Yeah, so yeah. Just, I don't know, it's, the whites were going in the day as well, do you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So going back to the manor then, I mean, how did that, how long did you do on there in the end? Well, I've done six months, you get six months on the winter ticket. Yeah. So it finished in March. So I ended up catching Stella again. I didn't have no more of the big ones out of there. Right. After that, I had a cut, I think I had Popeye, no, Pot Rib, sorry, the common. Mm. How big was that? Is that uh, is there any big commons in there, in, in the manor? Is there a big common you swimming around in there? You had the bream common in there. Right, that yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. 40. I think that's still going, in it? That's, that bream, I'm sure I see yeah. a photo the other day of the bream. But you had another one in there. I caught it at £37, I caught it. Like, a really fresh-looking one. But I think that's, like, in the last three or four years, I think it's banged. I think that's, like, 48 now. Wow, is it? Like, I overtook the bream common there, that one. It? Yeah. Right. It's a no-50-pound common swimming around in there, no, then, not at yet. the minute. But that will definitely do £50, that thing. Right, right. Just yeah, lovely. Smashing on the weight. Right, so how long did you do in the end on the manor? I'd just done the six months, the winter ticket. Right, and that was it, <laughs> spectrum in six months. Yeah, oh, well, I thought it's either going to get double busy through the summer. I would like to have had the summer on there just mm. to see how it, because it ain't a normal lake. There's nowhere I've ever fished where one in three fish you're catching there is going to be a faulty. Yeah, amazing, amazing. It's, mate. it's incredible. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's, it's not, not a big, big pond, it, yeah, it's tiny. Well, I wanted to it? see the start of the spring when they wake up and they're really yeah. fizzing out because yeah, it must yeah. be imagine the sight on there must be amazing yeah i can well imagine mate. you're sitting in your tent where it's only small you, the, the, the shows are just unreal over there oh, it they... sounds like a, a car falling in the lake <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah wicked it's like massive splashes yeah very cool so where where did you end up after that then so once you'd finished up on the man well, i, I, smacked the man, out I there. was doing a little bit of time on Avery as well sorry then. ah the Avery. so I've, yeah i've heard it i've heard little bits and bobs about this um and uh, i understand it's quite a difficult lake to get on yes Avery, um, is that right it is there's not really much written on Avery or nothing like that they mm. try and keep it pretty quiet on there is it dead man's shoes is it to get on on that place it's not dead man's you just have to know the right people right it's the uh, same with everywhere it's not who you know things like that on there so right. you just have to sort of know someone or right. be recommended yeah okay so what, what what did you know someone or did you get recommended on yeah, well, there my mate was fishing it and he got me I ended up doing a winter on there at first. Mm. I was just going to use it for a winter water. Well, because before I fished Avery, I was fishing um, Johnson's Railway and Roden Island Lake in Kent. Right. And I wanted to still get back down there, but I wanted a, like, a more local winter water. Mm. So I thought I'd jump on there for the winter. But it's so lovely over there. It's sort of like. At Avery. At Avery, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. Like, I underestimated how nice it feels when you're over there. Right. It's sort of like. 40 foot down from the ground before the lake starts. Oh wow. So that's you right deep down into the floor anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you ain't really got no motorways near you. So you just get really Silent. quiet in yeah, there. And if yeah. a fish or if a bird makes a sound, it just echoes around the whole sort of pond, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, wicked. Or if a fish shows, you just get all the aftermath of it. Yeah, nice. And then, um, 
Yeah, you just get left alone over. You just wouldn't believe you was where you was when you're over there. Right. Yeah. Wicked. So, so what sort of size is that? You know, go paint a picture for us. What the place looks like. I think it's about. I think it's about 28 acres. I think. Is it? It's about 28 acres. You've got like uh, they call it the trout side one end. Mm-hmm. And that goes down. That's got depths of 45 foot. Wow. That end. There's a plane in there. It used to be an old diving lake. Right. Yeah. And then sort of like as there's like a massive reed line that runs separates that side from the other side. Okay, from yeah. From the yeah. deep side. Yeah. But like it's about nine foot deep on top of the reeds. Right, yeah, yeah. So where the reeds are, it's going all the way through the lake. So these reeds must run about three hundred yards through the lake. Wow, right. Like a big massive reed bed and okay. it's about thirty foot wide. And it's but it's nine foot underneath, so you can imagine it's like a filter system for the lake. Yeah, you yeah. can imagine if you've got a wind blowing down the lake, a big northerly push mm, in, mm. it's going to push through the reeds. And it's make it's like a big massive filter system, right? So the, the lake has got the most quality as well, you can imagine, oh, like because that's just like a massive filter system, yeah. It's yeah. so gin, gin clear, gin clear. like gin. You could see if you had an aquascope out of boat, you'd probably see down to about 34, right? I'd imagine it is all bank fishing over there yeah, it's all bank fishing yeah, yeah but what was the natural life in there like then that must have been something else to have that reed bed flying through the middle the of muscles it. are unreal really like the cutoffs you can't do nothing about it either because sort of like every swim you got 20 25 foot of reeds right. either side of you and you're mm. sort of like fishing in between the reeds like a cut out in the reeds Right. So you're trying to get the fish to come and play every fishing straight towards you. Yeah. If yeah. they veer right or left, you've had you, it. You normally get a cut off. Right. In the end, we end up putting um, big platforms out there, like scaffold platforms. Yeah. Just to just get us past the front of the weed. Mm. Past the front of the reed, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they used to veer right or left, and as soon as they, like literally, as soon as you feel a touch either in weed or against the reeds, it was bang cut off. Oh, don't. And you was allowed no leaders on there, so you could, there was nothing you could do about it. Do right, you know what I mean? right. I think if you had three bites, you if you landed two of them, you was lucky. Right. Let me know. Yeah. So that was hard going. Savage. And yeah, it, was it like, sounds it. It was mad. Every single reed from the bottom of the lake to the, to the top of it. You can imagine a reed was just caked in muscle, was like it? muscle and muscle and muscle up against the reeds. Wow. So all the trees was just ten times worse. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So was it quite snaggy with trees and all that in the edge and and what have you? You know, you had to, in the main part of the lake. It weren't really. Um, there's nothing sort of out in the pond, sort of snaggy wise. Out in the middle, you had a few trees under the water, but they put boys around them just so you know not to go that right, far. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, the only sort of problems was if the fish vet like veered right or left mm. and went round these reeds. Mm. Sorry, mate, let me just have a drink. Sorry, mate. So, stock-wise that was in there then, I mean, was there a lot of fish in there, or was it uh, was it low stock venue? I'd say about, so about 125, right, so 170. Not, yeah, it's not bad, is it? You know, it's ideal for a 28 acres. Yeah, that's, yeah, there's got to be, say, I'd say about 70 worth sort of catching. Right, A yep. lot of the other was smaller ones are like sort of old cricket bat commons uh, and right, things like yeah, that. Yeah, a couple yeah. of old, there was few ghost carp in there mm. but they had them um, original sort of beric strain in there with the um, sort of bent tails yeah 
You've yeah. got like quite a few of them in the manor as well. Right, right. And cool. Got like a little bent towels, that sort of bent towel with a little yeah, little towels yeah. in there. Yeah, wicked. Really not. There's about 27 still left in Overly. Is there? 27 of them. Yeah, the beautiful right, car. Right. Yeah. So what? Sort of like the last of them. You don't really see a lot of no, them anymore. No, you don't. Definitely not. Yeah, there's not enough of them about anymore, is no, there? But they're so old nowadays, no, isn't they? That's it. It's, I think they're the last of them, sort of. Like. Yeah. The ones we're getting now are sort of like just throwbacks, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah, got you. Yeah. From fish. Yeah. So, um, I mean, how did you get on on there then? Yeah, I did pretty well on there. I sort of like, when I went down there to get my winter ticket, like I met my mate down there and paid me money, mm. and I sort of met met them in the trout side and while I was over there the fish was just showing like mad sort of like I could see them they sort of come from the right hand side from like a big reed line yeah they were just showing through the middle of the pond and in the middle of where this reed line was through the trout lake there was sort of like a little gap through the middle of the reed line I'd say about 150 yards into the reed line mm. and it was about 10 foot wide Mm. they was just all making hay for this little gap in the reeds right like they're coming out of there must have been going into the main part of the lake for the night yeah like coming away from the snags and the yeah, reeds yeah yeah but you, they was just showing sort of telling you where sort of what oh, way wicked. they was going yeah, yeah. So i thought i thought i need to be near this gap sort of when i get down here first session yeah and my first session down i managed to get in the swim called the dingles and there's a little tree just before the gap sort of I think it was about 24 wraps right. from the bank and it and where you had this reed line Lee there was like a ledge so there was like a ledge from these reeds mm. and it was only about three foot wide this ledge right and if you didn't land on this ledge you'd feel the drop was 27 foot wow. so it was like from a nine foot drop yeah. to a 27 foot drop well, at least you know, you know, even at night then, I guess, you, well, you know, know whether you're, you're on that on ledge that or drop. not. Yeah, yeah. But the trouble is you're trying to fish three rods on that ledge. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you didn't want to be in this thingy 27 foot. Yeah. And I'd, and on this tree, there was like a little cutout, sort of like on the right-hand side. And no word of a lie, I used to try and get me three rods on a bucket lid. Really? On this little spot. And I, don't, I managed to get them away. It took me like loads of casts that mm. first. But once they're on that ledge, you, there's no mistaking whether you're on the ledge yeah, or not. Yeah. You know you're on it. And I think the first night I managed to... I had two bites and lost them both. They took me around a tree in the margin to me right. Mm. And I couldn't get my waders on quick enough to get round it. Right. And they both cut me off. So like that's it, the next night I'm ready. Now I've got a waders sort of like yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to the rods. I managed to catch the next night I managed to land one. I think it was a 24 common or something right. like that. Nice. And um sort of like just I sort of just stayed in that sort of swim from there leaf yeah. for the winter. Yeah. Everyone sort of couldn't believe I'd had three bites mm. on the first session. Mm. So I thought I must have done something right that first session. So I just stayed in that swim and just got loads and loads of particle out. Sort of just made them proper. Just drag. Because no one was putting bait out in there. Like big beds of bait. Yeah, yeah. Like people was putting bits out here and there. But no one was really giving it to them. Mm. Where through the winter a lot of people died off of there. And there weren't too many too many anglers on there. I was sort of the only one putting a lot of bait in sort of an area. An area yeah, yeah. If there would have been a few of us doing it, it wouldn't have worked as well, do you know what I mean? Right. would have pushed the fish about too much. Mm. So I just end up, that that year, that winter, caught loads sort of out that swim. Did you? And what sort, you know, any special ones, memorable captures sort of thing that you can... Yeah, I, I had a fish to end up naming, because I used to call 
couple of mates, like one of my mates, the German on there, quite a bit. Right. <laughs> so like a few other people started calling him the German, and I caught this fish on there. But I ended up catching it seven times while I was fishing there in the Bloody end. Hell, wow. But it's a really, really nice one. It's Is like it? one of the 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they end up calling this fish the German after. So right. I, I caught this one that first winter. It's a really, really old looking, yeah, yeah. sort of quite dumpy, like really yeah. nice fish. But that one, I think that one was 35 pounds. Lovely. But Oh, so it sounds like this sort of place isn't about size of fish, you know, you're fishing for old ones, no, old relics well, it, sort of thing. And I sort of joined the lake, they had one in there called Whiskey's Mates, it wasn't a massive fish, it was like a 35 pounder, mm. but it was like long, big paintbrush, massive tail, yeah, like a really, really special carp it yeah, was. Nice. I didn't really do much captures, it still don't, no, it probably goes some years, two years without a capture, even when it's fish for rod. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like a really, really rarely fish to come out yeah was there a king of the pond in there at all you know was there was there that one big one that you get on most places or we had the, had a big common in there and that my dad used to come out used to do about two captures a year and it'd been steadily putting up weight from where i used to like look at pictures of it from mm. like a few years ago and i yeah. sort of like watched it growing yeah and that was when I was on there, that was £42 when I first joined, and it went up to 45 towards the end. Right. But this winter, it has done, uh, it's done £50. Oh, now. wow. Yeah, amazing. And it has been creeping up steadily over the years. Has he? That one. I'd like to go back for that one. It's really nice. Fish, yeah, yeah. Did you I, say you did you, you did catch that one, 42 No, I didn't. No. I didn't catch that. It come out that year, but I did lose it. Like I think it was my third session on there, that's that same swim the dingle. Yeah. I was in there and I was trying to get my waders on because you so panic so much because you've just got to try and keep these fish coming in straight towards yeah, you. So yeah, they yeah. try and veer, you, you panic, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm trying to get my waders on as well. I end up falling over in my waders. But in front of this swim, there's like two trees being cut off, bang in the middle of the swim. But they're sort of like a foot underneath the surface, but they just caked in muscle. Yeah. So you've got to sort of like, you can wade up to your chest to the first one and then you know the other one's only like five foot in front of you so you sort of like hold your net out past, right. past this other one and right. thinking hopefully it don't go round this other place, <laughs> you know what I mean? This other old cutting down tree stuff. <laughs> so I'm like sort of bullying it, sort of trying to get it over the net and mm. I've got my head torch and it's like a big broad common. I'm thinking definitely it's got to be definitely that one. Yeah. And I've ended up just pulling the hook out of his mouth. Literally right over the net. Oh, Worried don't. about this this tree stump, mm. do you know what I mean? Just trying to give it a bit more welly so I don't go back down near yeah, the net. Yeah. But yeah, that was my first session on there. But it was like that fish don't really seem to come out from baited spots. Like pre-baited swims. Right. It's like sort of someone would come over there and they'd wang a choddy out. Bit of a loner fish. It's like a loner yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the yeah. end, I was thinking, this day I have to catch these fish. You yeah. fish all odd swims that I would never fish mm. and just flick choddies out here and there. Yeah, Single yeah. bait fishing. Yeah. So you used to love that. Right. Well, it used to. It did used to. One of the swims you couldn't get in. It's called the snags. It did used to like capture in there, like over bait. Did it? But I felt it felt really safe in there over bait because mm. it didn't really get fished. It was like a bailiff swim. Right. And he was he only fished in there every now and again, so it was like a safe haven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame, really. He had it out there. I think he had it out there twice. The year. Oh, did he? Ah, oh, right. So yeah, that, that that fish obviously knows he's safe in that zone. He knows he's safe in that zone. Yeah. yeah. 
So how, how did the rest of you know your, your time on there sort of pan out in the end? Yeah, just in the end, I like obviously after the winter. Well, this was before that, so I'd done a couple of seasons before the manor, mm. and then I went from the manor onto there, and then I was yep. back onto there because I still ain't caught this whiskey's mate. Right. The one I wanted to join for. So I, um, after I'd done that, finished that winter ticket on the manor, I thought, oh, I've got to get back on there. Like, I felt a bit like deflated where I ain't. Yeah, where I didn't yeah. catch that one, that's the mm. one that I really wanted. I didn't really care it was only, even though I've just come off the manor and I'd had like, I think it was five or six forties out there mm. in the winter. Mm. I'd stick like, this fish meant so much more to me than any one of them. Did it? So um, I thought I'd just had to go back over there. And I started baiting an open water spot, not in a, so I used to fish a deep section of the trout lake. Yep. And sort of fish towards that bush. Yep. And then you had like another about 18 acres, the other side of the rig line. Right where um it's just sort of like up and down it's like all reed old reed channels that mm. back in the day all the reeds used to grow if you can imagine like roads going out but only every 12 foot there's another road yeah yeah so that was like if you fish three rods on the spot you'd want to be on like eight foot want to be on 12 foot and then your other one could be back up going up a barge you know what i mean all so right. it was a bit of a nightmare fishing out there mm. on um on these bars, but it's pretty much like that the whole way over this 18 foot of water. Right. Just these long, thin bars. Yeah, running. yeah. And what sort of depths did you have on top of them bars then? You had about eight foot on top of the bars yep. and 12 foot down the side, right. down the bottoms right. of them. But in between, by the time it got to the bottom of the bar, I'd say you only probably had like a six foot of flat. Oh, really? In Until the them. next one started. And then it'd start coming back up and gradually, like, they won't right. come up like a big. They'd come up gradually, do you know what right, I mean? Right, on top of them. <clears throat> but only little on top. Right. It was wide as a bucket lid on top. Oh, wow. And then it'd fall back down again. Right, you know what right. I mean? And yeah. these was the whole way over. But I think back in the day, they used to have reeds on them. Yeah. Like reeds used to yeah, grow in yeah, them. Yeah. And you just had like loads of long reeds sort of lines. So what, what, what's happened to them reeds then? What, you know, did, did the lake owners get rid of them or I think did over it... the years where them it's just got deeper and deeper over right. there i think it's sort of like killed the reeds off yeah yeah there. yeah as the as it's got a bit deeper over them reeds i think the, the sunlight maybe not as yeah, yeah it's not they've just like faded away over the years right sort of like every year we was on there we're sort of like set down a big gully mm. sort of like sort of seemed like it filled up a little bit more yeah, every year yeah went up and down but every year it'd come up a little bit more because mm. sort of like i'll speak to old anglers on there and they say oh we used to bivvy up down there right and yeah. we're like bivvying up like another 12 foot up the bank now right, wow so obviously it's been coming up through yeah, the years yeah i yeah. suppose when them reeds was growing on now i suppose them was out of the water yeah yeah before that mm. But over the years, you got deeper and deeper, and them reeds have just gone away now. Right, got ya. So I've done a bit of time out there, and I started pre-baiting, sort of spring sort of time, just after they sort of spawned. And I was having beef out, I got them really going on the bait. They would, every single morning, it was like they was turning up. And I'd see them out there, I'd get up at five o'clock, and I'd watch them fizzing and shine over my bait, and I'm thinking, why am I not getting a bite? Mm. And then I learned, as soon as it comes seven o'clock in the morning, you'd get a bite like you could set your camera up on it right. but you'd watch them i'd get my camera and i'd like zoom in see where you can 10 times zoom it yeah, you can look yeah. over your spot and you mm. see the bubbles and i'd just watch me spot off the back of my camera mm. and there'd just be sheets bubbling coming wow. up and i wouldn't get a bite 
and then seven o'clock had come, bang, that rod would go, like all three wow. rods would go. So, you know, they was all definitely fishing, mm. but like every morning. Yeah, you had to wait till seven, that's I odd, think I it? fished in there like nine mornings, nine mornings of different sessions, mm. and I was getting a bite bang on seven o'clock every morning. Oh, wow. Or like, sometimes I'd get to you ever bite. work out in the end what that was all about? I'd love to know what it was about. Cause I'm what? sitting there, I'm watching it from five o'clock. And like, my mates have come down for a cup of tea. They go, oh, saying, you need to redo your rods. Yeah. Saying, of them. And I'm like, watch, come seven o'clock, that rod will wang off. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And it would every single time, seven wow. o'clock. And it wouldn't like, all one of the, sometimes two ago three ago so they're all definitely mm, I think fishing all, all fishing. the time yeah was it the sunlight do you think did it was there did different lighting did you not work out any of that no weird really did. the odd time you would get one but it was half guaranteed at seven o'clock come yeah yeah but it was definitely feeding it because they were sheeting on it yeah madness that but it? you wouldn't get a bite for nothing like i don't know you just have to sit on your hands and knees because you think no, i need to redo a rod yeah, i need to redo yeah. a rod but they'd always go always go yeah wow yeah that's amazing so so how did that end up you know you're fishing over on there then yes yeah, so i carried on fishing that i ended up having whiskey's mate yeah off of that spot it was spawned out i didn't really care about the weight to be no, fair. No. really wanted, wanted that in, fish yeah, in but... the end after doing i think i've done two and a half years on there right by then and what sort of, you know what sort of time are you do you know you're fishing it relentlessly every week or was you yeah, over there? I was there? going over there every single week, pretty was much. A couple of nights a week, every week. Yeah, pre-baiting. Not every week, obviously. You have family commitments. And yeah, some of weeks course, you'll have yeah. to go here or there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Birthdays and whatever. But I was trying to get over there every week. If I couldn't fish, I'd try and get put at least get over there and get the bait still on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Just, cool. just trying to get Saint Gan, keeping Saint Gan more than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But putting a lot of obviously Put work ethic a lot, into it. Well, I was doing more like, so I was sort of doing that swim, that swim, and I had another swim gan where I was sort of concentrating the baiting because I did love the bait on it. Right. I loved it. Like as much as you could put out. And, and what sort of you know what are you going down to? how much bait are you putting out are we talking five kilos here or are we talking like, 20 no word or of a lie, on in the winter and this is on the, in the winter i was least put i'd start the session with 20 kilo of pint wow pint. that much 20 key and then i'd make sure i'd put 20 k out when i leave bloody hell what's bombing that out Spomming it oh out. wow and all underneath this on on this ledge bloody but hell but it's mad because you think a lot of the bait must have fell down that ledge yeah, yeah. i'd never get a bite down the ledge down it'd the always bottom be on the shelf right and you'd think how much bait must roll down that shelf yeah, and be on that yeah. bottom they must be down there eating it unless it's going rancid down there you know maybe one of them you know where where it's always being pushed off of that shelf but then you'd get someone else. I have known people to get bites down there. Oh, really? But you couldn't? I couldn't get a bite down there. all that, innit? But am I getting the bite quicker off the shelf before they're getting uh, down yeah. on the bait yeah, down there? Yeah, well be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of them, They might it? be feeding up, coming off, coming out of reeds, having a feed up there. Later I'm probably on in the day, one and then, and then yeah. scaring them all back off before they're getting down to me left hand rod. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It would be either me, them two rods gone. In the end, I'd try and get all three of them on top of this on a bucket lid space. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. But you'd get lights on all three of them. Wow. You could get them all in this little gap, it was tiny. This gap, mm. you literally had two foot to get all three rods in. Yeah, and that's at what 25, 26 wraps, 24 wraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like it was a bush coming out the side of the reed. 
and I was fishing up against this bush. Right. So obviously back in the day, this was all they were separated lakes. That yeah. side was a different. They was different lakes. Yeah, yeah. But there must have been reeds, like old couple of reeds here and there, growing along this old bank. Yeah. And obviously where the water's just come up and up, it's gone over the old path where you used to walk through between the lakes. Right. Yeah. And the reeds have just grown up on this path the whole right. way I've long. Right. Yeah. I think the gap in the middle. I think they actually put a carpet. A big row of carpet in the middle. Oh really? So they so the reeds didn't grow on the right, carpet. Right, so you had somewhere to fish to. Sort no, of not sort of like just so if you know the fish could come through obviously uh, the gap. Got yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, um, they could get in and out of the lake if they needed to do any repairs with a boat and things like that through the reeds. Right, got yeah. So they were so thick these reeds. Right, well Seventy percent of the year you gotta think the fish are in them reeds. Yeah. They're living yeah. in the reeds. They used to live in these reeds to lead the fish. Hell. It sounds like so a make place, it so man. hard. So if you're saying if there's hundred and just say there's hundred and forty fish in there, hmm. you're only fishing for thirty percent of that stock. Yeah. Because the other seventy percent is always in that reeds. Tucked up in the reeds, yeah, yeah. They are coming out sort of mornings, like late of the night, they come mm. out a bit more, but they still don't go, some of them just stay around them reeds. Right, and you just, what, just seeing regular, you know, same fish, same fish all the time same in them fish reeds. all the it? time in the reeds. Right. Bloody hell, it sounds like a mental place, that. Uh. There could be less fish in there than that, but they that's what I was sort of told that was in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, roughly sort of But thing. I did see a lot of the same fish in there. Mm. A lot of the ones I was finding was the same ones. Right, so once you... So you sort of flit in between the manor there and obviously Averley. Um, well, yeah, I've done that winter dinner. I got a bit bored of Averley, obviously, doing two seasons on it, and I just wanted a bit of a change, so I've done the winter on um, the manor. Yep. I didn't Smacked really, him out of there. Yeah, I had a good winner on it. <laughs> and just thought I'd wanted, wanted to get back to Avely. I didn't really want to leave there without catching whiskey's mate. Yeah, really. yeah. So, what was the plan after that my then? Plan, my plan was to go, like, I was obviously, I was going to do a bit on the stow after that. And I was going to do, go to Kingsmead Island Lake. Mm. So, I, um. So, what what was you doing? So, the stow, a uh, Waltham stow. That's it, yeah. I've always so, sort of fished Waltham stow since I was. Since I was about 14, I started going over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Used to go over there, not a lot, just a couple of times with me brothers, with one of my brothers. I think they fished it once or twice. Mm. And then I done my work experience in Robbo's and a fishing tackle shop. Right, okay, yeah. From school, then from there I've done a little bit more time because I was like hearing more stories about it from working in the tackle shop. What, of Walthamstow, yeah? Of Walthamstow. Yeah, yeah. So I started doing a little bit more over there then. I had a moped at that time, and I used to go over there on my moped. <laughs> Wicked. I used to have like a big massive fox. Remember the old roll rucksack? Yeah, so yeah. First time I had a big massive 100 litre thing. <laughs> and I had like a sliver up the side of um, the pocket, and I used to stick my rods down that sliver to oh, rods. Oh, wow. And right. put my reels inside, put everything inside this big massive rucksack. Oh, I used to have my rods sticking up in the top of the air like a big area. <laughs> <laughs> Broken down. With a net pole in it, do you know what I mean? On my oh, scooter, wicked. I used to go over there on my scooter. Wicked. Mad. How far was it from the shop though? What? How, how well, I used to go from my mum's. I was I lived in East London. It was um not far. It was about twenty minutes. So on, on the moped, moped. right? It's still a trek, isn't it? With minutes. with with some dirty great rods hanging out. Not a motor, ain't it? On like a <laughs> not a motor, but an A road. It was. Do you know what I mean? Wicked. Seventy mile an hour one. Oh, like, like a little forty nine mile. An hour <laughs> But I was out, I was getting out doing it for the first time on oh, my own, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not really catching much. No. But I did have a few out of there, but 
Where was you sort of fishing on the stow? Because um, explain the stow to people that haven't been there before. It's days only water, isn't it? It's uh, a days only water. It's like a Thames water. Like there's, they sort of interlink all into each other. Hmm. Sort of a cleaning reservoir. For, I don't know what they use the water for, to be honest. But then, um, I think it's, I think there's one you've got the number one yeah the num the two and the threes joined together mm. by a little causeway then you've got the four and five trout reservoir behind the number two and three and then you've got another big trout reservoir behind the one and then you've got the west warwick yeah that side of the road then you've got like the other thing you've got a roadway in between them and you've got the lower Maynard, the higher Maynard, and the Lockwood, the other side of the road. Yeah, yeah. And they're sort of like that's that side of the road. They're, they're more sort of just sort of bowl sort of things. Mm. The two and three and one is more like island features and yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Got a bit more to look at. And uh, more fish in the in them ones with the islands. Well, on the number well, one had sort of that was more sort of the match sort of one. Yeah. And then you had the two and three, that sort of had like the better stamper fish in Did it. it like good head of 30s mm. and then you had the west warwick sort of had a fish kill on there years ago and sort of there was like about 70 fish left in there right and then you've got obviously the other two are trap the other three were trap reservoirs mm. and the other side of the road you've got the lower maynard that used to have one of the biggest fullies in the country in it oh back really in the day. did it right yeah, i think it was like one of the first fullies Right, I, I know no, I don't, I don't barely know anything about Walthamstow. I know a lot of people that have fished it, but don't, don't it's really know a lot about woods, it. it. It's not, mate. No, to be honest with you. And for a day's only water. Yeah, it's for a mission. You to travel down, to, you yeah. just won't even think of it. No, you? no. I mean, I, I, the one experience I've had at Walthamstow, I went to film um, a couple of lads, Luke Church and Kev Grout on a BCAC, and. Um, over there filming them boys sort of thing and then um at dinner time i went over to kfc mate it's like <laughs> beirut round there man you got armed guarding mate now. there's some <laughs> bouncers in the kfc man right i know word of a lie i went over there with um billy flowers we we're both stood in there thinking what's going on we saw four fights, I think it was, or five <laughs> fights in there in like in, what, 20 minutes of being in the KFC. Yeah, like the bouncers have got their heads kicked in. Oh, I think you was, I only want a bit of dinner, do you know what I mean? So I'm not signed up for all of this. Yeah, it was. Um, These police rowdy, cars and ambulance mate, constantly around. Proper rowdy. And, oh, I'm thinking, Helicopters, in oh, it. Oh, mate, like... and you've got all them lads with thousands of pounds worth of fishing gear <laughs> across the road and yet you know it's like a war zone going and it's on literally it. just over the bridge from there yeah, isn't it, the mate, KFC, yeah. Walking distance. yeah exactly that yeah mate I, it was a proper eye-opener that was his dancers in the KFC. in the K yeah two of them two yeah. of them in there mate and like yeah. I say we saw four or five fights kick off in there in the 20 minutes that we were in there so yeah, it's, it's not the safest of areas no mate no but 
you know, when the you went, went for, our for the fishing, it's probably the best. Unbelievable! In London, oh, probably. lovely fishing over there, and, and like you say, you don't the fish in it. It's the fish are just out of this world. Yeah, proper old lovely ones. Carp yeah, with the overslung heads. Yeah, all yeah, mega, mega fishing over there. So, and you've got saying over there is for everyone. There, yeah. you're all got the same. You're all turning up there on a day. No one's gonna be in what swim. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? you've all yeah. got the same chance sort of mm. of getting where you want to go. Yeah. So you've all got a plain plain clean sheet every day sort yeah. of thing yeah everyone has yeah everyone's when starting you turn up we're all starting the same do you know what yeah I mean? yeah so you're fishing on i'll tell you what we'll have a we'll have a two minute break we'll have a cup of tea or whatnot and then um we'll talk about your fishing on the stokes i know you've had some proper special ones over there mm. right cup of tea down then mate and uh we were talking about walthamstow so you just sort of start your little um, motorbike journeys oh, that over was right, there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. So you must have some store, like some proper mental stories of because of obviously the sort of area. Did, did you get much sort of havoc on the lakes over there? That's what I'm trying to say, I guess. To be fair, I've had no trouble on Wolverstone at Never, all. Really? Never, really. Yeah, yeah. Again, well, I, um, back I, then it was more. Once you got through them gates, no one was allowed over there or nothing like that. It was right. just fishermen over there. It was really quiet back then. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Obviously, ain't like that now because they've made it all to public. And yeah, you've got public yeah. walking around. But the sort of people you do get over there, it's sort of still pretty still safe. Still all right, there. safe and all that, yeah. Which is amazing, isn't it, It's really? amazing, Consider yeah. <laughs> considering you've like got you bouncers in KFCs and And you're saying that. all that... That money in fishing gear, I, they obviously just don't realise. to it, yeah. Oblivious. Yeah, perhaps we shouldn't be advertising <laughs> Right, moving on. Um, so, yeah, you're fishing on there. I mean, did what? you start on the sort of the match venues, this, uh, getting bites here and there and everywhere, or did you just go in with sort of no, fishing a lot? To be fair, back then, it was pretty harder back then. There was less, a lot less fishing. What sort of time? How, how, how well, was, many years ago are we talking? I just... I couldn't drive a car, so I could only drive a moped. I was 16 then. It must right. be what, my 32 minutes so 16 years ago. 32? God, you've aged, didn't you? You've aged. <laughs> you don't look it, don't I? <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so that was 16 years ago now, and I, I sort of stopped fishing that, really. Yeah. Back then, I would like, do the odd trip here and there, but probably only one a year, and it's was so on my doorstep, really. I'm sort of... Sort of gutted now yeah, really thinking yeah. about it i always say that's like one of my regrets i wish i would have fished out a bit more oh really right but sort of after that i do like i was doing a couple of french trips a year yeah even back then six year ago we used right. to go france twice a year what was that just with family members or friends or what you know what, what was sort the crack of, sort of out at there? first it was just through meeting people in the tackle shop and getting right. offered on trips yeah cool like that's where I started first ever again. I think I went out to Lats. I got offered to a trip to, to yeah, Lats. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> did yeah, I did well, really well. Yeah. Well, the biggest fish in there when I went there was £54, mm. like 16 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And then fish grew to absolute monsters. Yeah, mate, didn't they just? But, um, yeah, so a couple of geezers kind of didn't really know them that well. And I'm only young and they said, oh, there's a spare space yeah. to to go France. And obviously I, I snapped it because I just see all these big fish from there before I'm yeah, yeah. love to catch one of them mm. and sort of like I went out there and I, it was a 35 acre lake and I thought it'd be like I'd be fishing with them sort of like I'd have an helping hand sort of yeah but um everyone sort of got their swims and I was sort of left in like a dud one 
<laughs> in between them, and I thought oh, I ain't having this. And I like across the like right over the other side, there was a swim free, and there was a, like a big weed bed all down to my left. Mm. Looked really primed, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. A good area. And like while I was sitting, like looking about, I actually see a couple of fish show out there. So I thought I need to be over there. Mm. And it was all boat fishing back then. That's like the first time I ever sort of been in a boat and right. fish from a boat and all yeah, that. Yeah. And I thought I'm going to be on my own, but I just thought oh, I'm coming to catch fish at the end of the day. Yeah. So I went over there and I, like, I had a really, really good week over there. I think I landed 27 fish Wow. that week, like fishing all on my own. And I had a, like a 50 pound, and that was like a 50 pound common out of there. Mega. A 48 mirror. Like back then, that was quite a big Yeah, they were monsters, size. yeah, they were yeah. Monster, like a 50-pounder. Yeah. And I was only young. This fish was massive yeah, to wicked, me. wicked, like, After coming back from there, sort of like coming to catch 20-pounders, sort of, it sort of like killed the buzz a bit <laughs> Did for it? me. Right. So like for like about three, four years, like all my fishing, so I was looking forward more to going France. Yeah, yeah. Because I was trying to chase that buzz, what I'd had from mm. that first session all mm. the time. And I weren't really getting that in England. No. Like once I... Not tasted that. Yeah, I wanted yeah. like a bit more of that, but I've done that for like the next three years and just dotted about for sort of on day tickets and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Not really taking me fishing too serious, really. Yeah. And then I sort of um, joined up the chase in Dagnum. Right. So well, let's go back. Let's go back to the um, Wolfen's though, because we were talking about that sort of thing. Yeah, I was just going to get on. To oh, that right. Go on. Go on. Then. Yeah, sorry for buttoning. Go on. Yes, yeah, so I started. So after that, I started fishing the chase a bit, and it sort of got me back into my England fishing mm. more, not sort of about the big fish more, just the looks and the age and the things like that of the yeah. fish. And I spent about five years, really, just fishing there, really, as my syndicate water. And then um, sort of think, I need somewhere new. And I was then uh, that's when I started fishing them other syndicates, and from there I was just always had Wolverstow on the back of my mind. Where it was so local, I sort of took it for granted. Mm. And um, so just dotting and dabbing on there, I've done a little bit, not even really catching over there. But I think I had the odd small one here and there. Yeah. But um, I thought after doing a couple of odd syndicates and feeling a bit more like I knew more about me angling and things like that, I thought I'm going to go over there. And I used to look at the Lockwood, like I used to go on the low when I was younger. And we mm. used to, like me and my mate used to walk up the Lockwood and it just looks barren up there. It's like, yeah between 70 and 90 acres and it's um just a bowl and it's sat 40 foot up just in mid-air uh, yeah, yeah. and there's just nothing around it right. if any bit of reed grows up they just cut it or anything any weed right. or anything right. they cut it with a strimmer just you know what I mean? so it's proper you know, it's barren it's a big old pit as well isn't it and like the just... weather must have been unreal on there the winds and whatnot as well oh, where you're up high and that yeah. any wind a little wind's just oh, mm. like it's just white caps everywhere yeah. down the I bottom there. it's like sea down there yeah but like i said we, we used to walk up there and just think i wonder if there's anything even in here back then right like and we, i think oh one day i'm gonna have a go up here and just give it a go do you mm. know what i mean mm. so after fishing all them syndicates i thought like i'm not even gonna attempt going to walls i'm fishing all these easier ones yeah i'm gonna just get straight up on the locky right and have a good go at that yeah, try and yeah. fish for fish that i didn't really know what was in there and i didn't really know about them i wanted to try and get that buzz back of that yeah wicked so right. i started going up there and i think i've done about just doing evening sessions and odd nights because you could do the saturday night up there through the summer oh right 
What, only on the Lockwood, is that right? No, it's, on all, it... it's on all the resis, but they do every other Saturday. You can go over there and do the night, the Saturday oh, right. night. Wicked. So I do like as much as them as I could and just dotting and dabbing up there on like morning sessions and evening sessions. Mm. And I managed to catch one. I had a common out there about £28, but it was a proper long jet black, like one of the best looking commons I've caught. Oh, wow. Really dark, beautiful fish. Yeah, yeah. And then... And, and sort of how many how many trips had you done for that first bite? You know, what, what was the sort of hardship that you had was, leading up to that first one? I was doing a lot of walking around, just a little bit of baiting, but where you can only do this odd Saturday night and it's only through the time it's hard to get St. Dan really properly so I weren't really proper having a go at it but I was just putting a little just working myself up sort of do you right. know what I mean just getting up there and that summer when I thought I'm just going to do a bit more time still fishing my syndicate yeah. but do the odd Saturday night up there that I could right. do right. and just the odd evenings when I had it because I was sort of like coming back from my syndicate mm. and just doing bits up there and I think I worked, it was about six sort of afternoon, evening sessions. And it was about six night sessions. Right. And I had my first one in the morning. And that was that common. And after that, I've, one of, I see a couple of other good fish coming out of um, the West Warwick. And I don't know why I should have stayed up the Lockwood, really. But I thought I'm going to give it a go over there. Because it is a bit draining, that Lockwood. After mm. staying, it's just so horrible up mm. there. There's just, there's just nothing to look at. And, um... And was, there many, all, was there many others fishing it at the time you were sort of doing the, the odd bits up them there? Them nights up there, you get on the nights you'd probably get three or four people right. up there on them nights. Yeah. But when you're over there during the week and just fishing, I'd probably never see another angler on there. Really? There was no one on there. No. But, um, yeah, that's I got a bit like tired of just looking at the scenery up there. Mm. And I thought I'm going to get over the west. And what is up the Lockwood, just going back, it's, it's sort of like a bowl. So you've... It's, it's just slopes down, I say about four red lengths out to reach the bottom of the bowl, mm. and it's 27 foot straight out the bottom. So, so even if like, I was getting on fish up there all the time, I was seeing them when I was going up there, they were showing, yeah. but it was more showing in that deeper water. Right. And I think if you put a rod out there, I'm still 27 yeah. foot or <laughs> away, from, away from the yeah. fish, do you know what I mean? Yeah, to where they're showing. So most of the fishing that it's all in the margin you're yeah. sort of fishing the shelf hoping yeah, they yeah. come in on the winds or on the back of the winds just trying to spot them in the margin mm. and um yeah i got on them loads of times but i only managed that one common that morning right so i thought i'm gonna have a change up and i've done a, the next season i've done over the west warwick so i thought i'd just go over there it's it's just like it's another bowl but it's got reeds the whole way around it right the weed comes up nice all over in there yeah yeah it's more like you just more better lake to look at so i've done a year up there i had a few nice ones out of there none of the big ones i had a linear about 26 pound it was but right. a really nice zip linear yeah um are they then, sort of old fish in there and that you know what what's the story over on that west warwick is there yeah, yeah, what made you go right. over there? Was it just the scenery or was it, or, you just know? More get away from the crowd as well. That's why I was fishing up. Well, I like it. I do like to set myself a bit of a challenge as well. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And to yeah. get away from the crowd as well. Mm. So I, I I, didn't want to go on the other ones yet. So I wanted um, to just do these ones first. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Make it, do the hard ones, then make it easier for myself if I wanted to do the other got ones. Yes. Right. So I, um done a year up the um 
the West Warwick. Yeah. Then from there, I've done a little bit on the lower. Yeah. So the lower is just down the bottom of the hill of the Lockwood. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. about 12 foot deep, and that's a bowl as well. Right. Sort of like a bowl, like a kidney shape. Yeah. I think that one, uh, I think that's about 35 acres. Okay, yeah, yeah. The lower. Right. And sort of like, that runs a, through a channel in the road to the other side. Yeah. And that goes in the number two reservoir. Okay, yeah, and yeah. And the fish do sometimes, they can get through right, there. They leave they? the gate open or the thing underneath. The fish can travel like right. they have been caught. Like some fish have been caught like in three From different either lakes. Either, right, bloody so, hell. Yeah, they do come through sometimes. Yeah. So I, I was doing a bit on there, and then I did just flicking about now, and then I done a little bit on the um, two and three, and then I thought oh, I want to get back up on the locky you now. Mm. It's common, and then I started going back up there for the common. Right, the Lockwood common. That's that. like the Lockwood yeah, common, yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, talk to us about the build-up for the capture of that and your sort of mindset into, you know, sort of outwitting that one. Was you seeing it in the edge, you know, was you seeing well, it showing the pond, you know, what, what's the story behind after that? After fishing, um, well, I, I was still fishing Kingsmead Island like that. I was fishing oh, right. Kingsmead Island like yeah, that at yeah. the time. But I was still thinking, just dotting and dabbing with these Saturday nights up the thingy. Mm, mm. But it weren't enough, Lee. For the Lockwood, I needed to put a bit more effort in it yeah, and just yeah. just not... I needed a syndicate, a closer where I could get there at least twice a week on my way to my syndicate, you. you know what I mean? Yeah, to put a bit of bait in and, you just know, just, just be in touch around, with the I lake. Just, just yeah, go over yeah. there on my pedal, even if I just... I'd take a kilo of bait over me there with me, Lee. Yeah. And just, yeah. just a little handful here and there. But mm. it's more just a pedal bike range, you know what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. take no gear with me unless I see something. Right. But I joined um, North Met, because it's sort of like in the same valley. Yeah. Uh, Wolverstone runs along the valley to the North Met. Okay, yeah, to the yeah. Lee Valley. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to use the North Met as a go-between from the Lockheed right. and do a season like that so I can pay it more attention. Yeah, yeah. And I was doing, like, literally, I was driving straight to Wolverstone. I'd have a pedal round the Lockwood mm. on my pedal bike. And if I see fish, I'd take my scopes with me and just fish my scopes yeah, off yeah. the pedal bike. From right, me, wicked. I mean? Really light. Yeah. Like, I'd have a different setup just for there. If I, yeah, if I cool. Got fish. So I'd keep doing that. And I'd done that all spring, leading, like, keep getting on it and I end up going Belgium like prime time of the year <laughs> for 10 days in Belgium yeah. sort of like ruined everything that I was mm. doing up there with a pro pre-baiting and everything like that mm. so when I come back up there I thought oh I'm just gonna have to just go on site now what I see so yeah I mean? yeah yeah but when I like just keep going like that instead of on that so I well, I'd been putting like loads of effort in this pre-baited swim there mm. and had 10 days off of it then obviously couldn't get back couldn't get there in between again, no, do you mean? Yeah, yeah. So that was like three, four weeks off of it, do you know mm. what I mean, in the end? Yeah. Like where you plan other things and that. Yeah, of course. That sort of ruined all that pre-baiting that I'd done in spring, because you can't, um, the nights weren't started then. Right. So I was just leading all this pre-baiting up right. to when the nights start in the summer. Yeah. And I can start getting on my pre-bait if I don't see that. Right, right. If I don't see that, it's like... It's just pointless almost, it's pointless yeah, fishing yeah. Up there. yeah. So I thought if a pre-bait, at least I've got something to go on. Yeah. So I was doing that coming backwards and forwards from the North Met, and then one trip I got there, I got on my pedal bike, and as I got through the gate, because you park on the other side of the road, the two and three side, right. and I got on my pedal bike, come across the road, and as I come across it on the right hand side or the lower, like you get a bit of weed build up there, mm. and as soon as I got there, I see the big common, the lower big common. Right. 
So I thought, right, I'm going to get the rods today. Yeah, like yeah. They're going to be in the margins. If they're down on the margins here, and this where this end here. where I've seen this, I've been pre-baiting this end on the lockwood. Right, right. right. So it's sort of the same windward end yeah. as this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, hopefully, they're going to be up there on the thingy. Right. But I thought, I'm going to have a go for this lower common, because you don't know. Yeah, yeah, don't of course. Know. Yeah, yeah, And it kept circling around the weed bed. Like, it was a bit of weed bed. It was three good fish sitting, just sitting there in the weed bed. Mm. And the common was sort of like, just coming around the weed bed. And just kept coming. I couldn't see it going in the weed. But it was like, it was coming out the other side. Yeah, yeah. And I just had a nook and a bit of bread. And I thought, I'm going to have him. When he comes through the weed bed, I'm just going to lie me a bit of bread there Wicked. as he comes through. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I've done that. He's gone for the bread, and I've just struck out of him excited. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Free. <laughs> We've all done it. Stripped, you know oh, I mean? no. And he's just spooked and erupted in this weed, and he swam off. And I thought, no, gutted I was. Yeah, mate. But there was a few fish coming along the margin, and end up nicking two fish, just sinking bread in front of them. Right. As they was coming past, Wicked. and they're two like that. But then I... um. I give them a rest and I thought I'm going up locky and I done my pedal bike round and I was doing works at the time on the um the natural bank on the left hand long natural bank. Right. And there was all work there was two workmen up there. And he said, Oh, I was I asked him, I said, You seen anything like as you've mm. been working? Mm. And they said we've seen three fish following a big mirror. Keep coming up there and going towards that way. Right. So I thought, and they like, I'm just baiting this end, but there was like just on the start of the natural bank. Yeah, yeah. Like literally 100 yards from where I've been baiting anyway. So like, I've come up where I've been baiting, I'm looking all around the weed, not really seeing that. I thought, oh, I'm just gonna um, get set up and just get my rods out and just more, just get stealth and ready because I think I'm definitely gonna see him today. Yeah, yeah. And literally, Lee, as I'm, as a, so where I'd been baiting, sort of, it's about, I'd say it's about three rod lengths out. Mm. And in front of three rod lengths, you've got about a rod length of weed. Okay, so yeah, like yeah. a band of weed runs around the inside of the edge. Yeah, yeah. And like this side of it's gin clear, mm. and that side of it's clear. Yeah. Just on the other side, but then you've got this band of weed in between it, and I've been baiting on the back of the band of weed in about 14 foot of water. Right, yeah. So... When I've gone to just as I've gone to go down it with me, I've just gone to flick it on me, um, me baited spot. And no word of a lie, the commons come in front of me in between my baited spot and me. And I've got no t shirt on, yeah. Normally, it's like <laughs> you're trying to be all stealthy, yeah, low yeah. down. So I'm just standing there with a rod in me hand, and the, the locky common has just swum in between the band of weed and me. Right. So it was about eight foot from the bank from yeah, me, no word of a lie. Yeah. So there was about eight foot, then another eight foot to the band of weed, and it was not, it was in about four foot water, three mm. and a half, four foot water mm. on the shelf, on just a concrete oh, shelf wow, going down. Mega. And I'm like, I'll just froze but i was sort of like what shall i do here what shall i do so i've just like it was sort of going to the right of me and i've just thought i flicked it to the right and i'm flicking, <laughs> flicking the ball up to the right about 20 yards past it but in front of it right thinking oh it's just going to go down here now yeah, it is yeah. it's going to be easy <laughs> <laughs> so i've um flicked it down there sort of like seen the splash and it's sort of just not spooked on but it's just turned around and it sort of just swung back past me and just sort of like went through this band of weed. Right. So I'm thinking, no way. Ruin this. <laughs> well, it didn't seem like that botheredly. Like, even oh, right, like, so it I didn't was, spook, you know. Yeah, like, it really, didn't really seem to. Just turn around. I, then... I, I didn't think I'd blew my chance too right, much. Right, right, Even yeah. though I've tried going for it there. <laughs> but it just like went off nice and slow. So I thought, all right, that rod ain't going on the back of that weed. That's going on this little three and a half foot. Yeah, I've just yeah, seen front. it, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I put that rod down there. Put about 
10, 10 mil baits around it. Mm, mm. And I, I thought I'm going to put my next rod along a bit. Sort of like up there, I like to fish me rod. I don't fish three rods next to each other. Yeah, yeah. I try and get I'm where you're fishing a bit. shelf. You just want a little bit of line running down to, yeah, to yeah. your rig. So you're literally just fishing in the margins. So I you spread them out. I'd have one like 30 foot, then another one 30 foot, then yeah, another yeah. one 30 foot away from it. Then as I'm about to do my left hand rod, there's like cages there where they put like cages. It must stop the wind, the corrosion of the bank. Ah, uh, right, got you. Like, it's like yeah, cages yeah. full of metal. And it's just <clears> like yeah. one that runs along one. Of, I think it must be like... Um, a northerly when a big northerly okay, yeah, yeah, must just it. stop the banks crowding away right. there yeah but on the back of that it's sort of like the rocks are broke away and there's a few rocks in this like nice and gravelly just on the back mm. where the smaller the bits are broke away there mm. and then you've got the band of weed starts on the back of that so this band of weed starts in about eight foot of water right do you know what i mean and yeah, in front yeah. of that it's all sort of clear i think where is where the resi always up and down mm. i think that never never grows no weed in that that first bit right because when it goes down it kills all that bit off yeah, where it dries yeah. out yeah and then it never goes down in that, that bit of band of weed yeah, sort yeah, of, do you know what i mean yeah yeah so as i'm about to do that rod no word of a lie the big mirror in there what they call big bum a swum literally passed me there while i'm about to put <laughs> this hook bait so i've just seen the big comment as i'm doing my left rod i've seen the big mirror i'm like I couldn't believe it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So I put that rod. I waited for that one to swim past. Now I think it's going towards me right rod anyway. There's mm. no point in trying for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, um, I've just put it. So I can see me pop up like clear as day, just on the back of this gravel. I put one there, and then I I walk down and I have done the other one, and I just you just stay well back from the rods up there, where it's sort of like a slope, and you have to, before as the end of the slope runs, you have to sort of jump down like a a bank sort of like right got you three or four foot down you yeah, just yeah. jump down like you just you so up high from the, the like you're just seen if you walk anywhere along that top bit you're yeah, seen so you just yeah. sort of stay well back up the top and like no word of lie within two hours the the middle rod went first see right. the one where i'd seen big bum and i think no well i've got it I've got yeah, a big yeah, yeah but end up being um a f little mirror work about 20 i think it was 23 24 pound right. like it was one of the best mirrors i've ever caught oh, wow like, mega like, if it if it was a 40 pound it'd be like one of the best mirrors in the country oh, like really? jet jet black everything about it like nice sort of linear scales with a little starburst bit under the bottom yeah, man. like proper and it was not really car. no no one knows it oh wow to be fair i think it come out this is the only second capture known of it. I think come out about a month ago. Really? Yeah. From all that time, no one like no oh, one's wow. ever seen it before. That pucker mirror. So I had that one, and about half hour later, the right hand rod's gone. And the common, I had the common. <laughs> Just like that. But I nearly, I nearly <laughs> caught the lower common and the big common in the same day. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, the lower common and the big common in the same day. Oh wow, God, what a capture that would have been. Well, mate, I mean, yeah, we're talking about the lower common here, you know. And they were both around the same sort of weight, both about forty-three pounds. Oh wow, yeah, but still to have that lucky, what a mega fish! Just everything, just playing right, and it was just all the consistency of just keep going up there. Yeah, yeah. And that was horrible, but we was consistent and mm. just kept at it. Amazing. It paid mate. off. Yeah. But wow. it just shows you when you're on them, they're, they're that easy to catch. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You can have two out of there in an evening session. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah. I'd always, I only got over there about one o'clock. 
So I not nearly had the, the lower common, yeah, and then I went wow. up there, and I'd had two out the lower, just flicking bread out of them. Yeah. It was just one of them days, they was just all in the margins. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. What sort of tactics were you using rig-wise and stuff like that for, for, for that knockwood common, you know? Was, um, was you still using your long nylon hook links at that point, or has, has things, had things changed sort of thing? Mm, sort of like the manner, where just the manner was small, you could see the I could see my nylon hook link fall away from the lead link. Right, yeah, yeah. At that short distance, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, after coming off of that, I'd come off of that rig, obviously, because yep. when I'm casting that farm, where it was only a little tiny bait, it's yeah, prone yeah. to tangles, mm, you know what I mean? Mm. Where it was only a tangle with a big hook, it's well prone to tangles. Like, on the manor, I'd just keep casting till I see that land at least 12, 12 inches away from my lead. Right, wicked. So, yeah, like, yeah. every time I cast, it might take me 10 casts. It wasn't even a bat. It was just making sure I could see that rig land the thing is separated. Separated. Yeah, yeah. Because with a big up bait, you're all right. It will, the weight of yeah, the Yeah, the drag push, from it. Pushes it forward. Yeah. But with a little up bait, it's, it's harder. They're more mm. prone to tangle. Right. So, I, um, I sort of come off that rig because I was sort of fishing in long distances and things yeah, like that yeah. after that. Right. And I went... I'll fish like the stiffings rig after that just for the presentation. I know it's always mm. presentated. Like in the manner, it was like it was perfect for that nylon rig because there was no big heavy weed beds when I was on there. Right. It was just dead sort of low lying choddy, mm. choddy weed. Yeah, perf I mean? perfect place to put choddies, really. Perfect place yeah, to put yeah. choddies, sort of. But it it weren't like. If I cast my that long nylon hook link out, I knew it weren't going to sit too far up in weed. Right. It was only going to lay on that really yeah, on soft that. on that yeah, choddy yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's only two, three inches off the bottom, do you mm. know what I mean? But so you weren't worried about the hook being snarled up in all that weed and stuff like that, even though it's two or three inches and you've obviously got the a pop-up you're using essentially as a wafter there. You was never concerned about the hook being snarled up in that. No, because I, I knew it was only... I knew the weed was only like light dirty stuff do you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. well i was using such a slow sinking bait right. with a long hook link yeah i know that lead's gonna rip down well before my hook link's gonna rip down mm. so it's gonna fall down slower after just come into rest and just on cut top it of just it. rest yeah, on top mega. of it that's how i had it to rest on top of yeah, it yeah. so i weren't bothered that when it took on a bit of weight it was gonna lay it down yeah. a little bit mm. so i knew my my hook was already sitting nice by then yeah, do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and lee you know by the fit, you know how powerful a suction of a carp yeah, can mate. suck yeah, so yeah. hard. Do you know mm. what I mean? Off that, if they want, I mm. think they can pull it out a week. Yeah, definitely. So I think a lot of the times when we think we're fishing and we're presentating, a lot of the times we ain't and we're still getting bites. Yeah, mate. From fishing out the boats when you go across with the aquascopes, like some of the spots in the lake are yeah. so small, and to get a cast into their mould, it's been nearly on impossible. Yeah, wouldn't it? just it's more luck than anything. Can yeah, it? definitely. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So. Moving on from that, I mean, you're, I mean, you've had many, many, many big ones. Um, now, there's obviously the Kingsmead Island Lake. Um, how did that sort of first come onto your radar in that place? Well, I was fishing the man, that's when I was fishing the manor. I mean, mate, Matt was fishing the manor at the time. He was going on to Kingsmead Island Lake, so right. we spoke a bit about then. Mm. And he said, oh, it seems like it's a bit more up your street, like a bit away from the crowds, a bit more. Like, to be fair, I didn't really know too much about it, and there weren't really much on social media about mm. it. There were mm. bits and pieces here and there, but I think I, I ended up finding about 15 or 20 carp pictures right. from in there, so I didn't really know too much about it. 
But when they went, obviously I kept in contact with him, but he only ended up fishing two months at the beginning of the year on there. Right. And um, I think he got a ticket elsewhere. But he had a nice fish, and his mate had the lever out of there. Yeah. And that lever up. was not seen or something for about five or six years before that oh, kept Wow, far. that long. Jesus. Yeah, like really wow. long time. So obviously I've heard that, and that's like, what else is in there sort of? Mm. Mm. Don't really get caught, do you know what I mean? Mm. And it was boat fishing, and I really wanted to do a bit of me boat fishing again. Yeah. So I thought, um, I'm going to give it a go and just see what's in there. Just, I'm not really too bothered. Like, I'd rather just catch the fish and not know it sometimes. Yeah, you know I think, I mean? yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, the names and people are like, oh, have a look at this, have a look at that. I mean, I, someone showed me some photos funny enough from there the other day and I thought crikey I haven't seen half of these fish and then I, I was thinking to myself I think you're now I'd rather have you're not seen them now yeah mate like, yeah definitely it's like where we're fishing now it's just oh well yeah I mean we will talk about this on another podcast this um incredible place that we're at the moment but um but I want to hear more about Kingsmead from you definitely yeah, because so... I know you've done well over there as well yeah, so I was saying I didn't really know too much about it. I didn't really want to know too much about it, really. I wanted it to be a little bit of a surprise catching yeah. some of the fish. Yeah. Obviously, I knew there was big ones in there, and I knew there was some good ones to go for. Mm. So, um, yeah, I started down there. Beginning of the season, start the spring sort of thing, is it, or When's did you start? Is it March on there? You're on there at the minute. <sighs> I England. think it is March. Is it March, March or April? April? One of the yeah. beginning of spring, pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, so obviously I was anxious to get down. I was couldn't wait to get down there. Yeah. So um, yeah, got all my van ready. End up getting down there. I couldn't get down there on the opening day, so I was working and things. So I um, think I turned up on the um sunday night i think it was mm. but not even planning to fish there i thought you can't you're not allowed out on the boat of a night i was yeah. meant to go in the morning but i was so excited to get down there <laughs> i thought i'm just gonna get down and just watch your lake even do yeah, you know what i mean yeah. just get set up on the crayfish pole the one that's next door and just keep an eye on the thingy mm. just for the night just mm. to be there do you yeah, know what i mean yeah. and um i end up walking around crayfish point i think it was like three or four on there and i thought not um knowing anyone i didn't really want to squeeze in a moment like, it's just yeah, a small it's, pond that, it's a small it? pond yeah, and i didn't yeah. want to like first session there, down busy, there mm. i thought oh, i'll just leave them to it and i thought i'd just set up and not even get the rods out on the island like. mm. but um i walked into the what's it called again sailing club, sailing club, club. Sailing club i always point. say ski slope but yeah, it ain't the ski. <laughs> sailing club point yeah and i was just looking out there there's like some reeds about 120 yards mm. out I've just seen one just not out of the water about 30 yards in front of the weed. <laughs> I'm thinking, no way. And it's about 11 o'clock at night. Thinking, I've just got to wang some rods out there. Yeah, yeah. So I just, and I braid on my reels. thinking I'm just going to wang. I just casted them out as far as I could go to where near with it. I could see the splash. I think yeah. it was like half a moon or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I could, so I just see that. I just wanged out three leads to where I see this fish. Mm. Put them in the clips, wind them back in. Put my stiff hinge on, yeah. milky malt, yeah. and just wang, just wanged all three of these rods out. And I thought I'd just put them on the pond and I'll just have a slow setup. Yeah. No word of a lily. Within an hour, well, not even an half hour, I was setting, just putting my bed together, and 
I ain't really done too much with braid at this point. Right, do you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> and I, had, I just had braid on a lead core, no stretching it at yeah, all. Yeah, no leaders at all, just, sort of like, just your lead core. I was a bit locked up more than what I should have been, and like, nearly lost my rod. <laughs> I bet you nearly did. lost my rod first night. I'd only been there half hour. I like pulled it straight out of the bar, slammed up against the meal hole, like, like not, well, not expecting it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> And like savage had, bites like, on braid, didn't they? Oh, different gravy, like, different gravy. Like snap, I've snapped alarms and everything. Yeah. Going on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just get savage bites. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just end up landing this twenty-seven band common. Oh, for, mate, no, I didn't. That? Sorry, I had a linear, but it must have been a stock. It was about fifteen pound. Right. And I thought, oh, what's this all about? I've come for some big ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I didn't even picture of it. I just done a little return shot yeah. of returning it yeah, yeah. of this linear. It's really pretty fish as it goes. But I just worked my head weren't in there. No, no, no yeah. Just after something special. <laughs> and I put that rod back out. By the time I'd got my tensor, I'd had another bite on the middle rod. Oh, so my right hander went in, and it's sort of like post out there, isn't it? Yes, a couple of there posts. Is. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sort of like making sure I like... Which I are about, what are they? They're, they're still about 100 yards out, right, in 100, they? isn't they? Yeah, 9,500. Yeah. I reckon I was yeah. fishing about rod length past the post. Or right. Length, like, okay, ran yeah. out. I didn't know where it was because I didn't know none of the markers on that. No. I know it was dark. <laughs> but I was near them anyway, so I was thinking I didn't want to leave the rod too long. No. So I've ended up getting this one, and this was a 27 common, really nice fish. Yeah, like an lovely. old one with big pecs because a lot of them have got really big pecs yeah, in there, yeah. haven't they? Mm. And, um, yeah, done the pictures of that, put that back. And I thought, um, I need to have a look around mm. in the morning, really. I yeah. don't just want to stay in here. I need to get in the boat. So I've got on my boat out. Morning's come. I've had, um, I've had a little walk, like, drive about. It was still pretty busy on the, at the time. So it weren't really worth a move or nothing like that. So I've done another night in that swim, but I pulled the rods out properly with the boat. Yeah. Found some, like, nice little carpy holes, what they'd made near these posts. Pretty shallow out there, so only mm. about three, four foot yeah. up near these posts. And then you've got the reeds, and you've got, like, a little pool in the back of these reeds. Mm. And the fish, I think they was going around in this pool in the back of the reeds, and I was nicking them as they were sort of coming in and out of them right. reeds. Yeah, yeah, So I'd done my next night, and up having one in there, It was, I think it was about a 21 pounder, and... A few people left that day, so I thought I'm gonna have a look about. And like, there's like a little channel in between the islands, so I've gone the right hand side along Snags One, and I, there's all snags along there. And I thought oh, I'm just gonna pull myself in this snag. And as I pulled myself in, I've seen like a little common. And as I put like as I pulled myself like now, I pulled myself right in there, like I'm like right in the bushes now. Mm. And no word of like I've got leeches. I've seen leeches the first time out in the boat, looking <laughs> massive just swimming under me boat and then behind that I've seen that two-tone there was another mirror in there 50 pound mirror right and I've seen two-tone there so I've seen two 50 panders wow. on me first snag I've gone in leaves you know what I mean I'm <laughs> yeah. like no way so I'm like I'm all shaking now I've gone straight back to the to the gear wrapped you up as quick as I could and thought right, I'm going straight in now yeah, I'm, on, yeah. I'm on some good fish here yeah at the, at the time I didn't even know it was leeches no but no. it was. A, I see a massive. I knew the two-tone one. I've seen mm. pictures of that. I'd seen pictures of leeches, but not knowing bang on that that was leeches. Mm. But obviously, after looking at pictures, definitely yeah, now because yeah. of the, the lump and that lump on, one, on one, side. one side. Yeah. Yes, I've gone in there, so I've come down for three nights. I've done two nights in sailing, sailing club, club yeah. and then I've done a night in snakes one, and then I I didn't have nothing in the night. And I had a small linear, like really pretty linear. Must be a stocky in the morning. Mm. 
None of the big ones showed up. What a first trip, though, man. For our first Mate, trip, yeah. Unbelievable. And so paint a picture, just uh, just for people that um no, don't know about the island lake and stuff like that, just paint a picture for people's size and the sort of fishing that you do on there. I think, what is it? It's 55 acres, isn't I, it? I would say that. Yeah, that's being kind, I reckon. Yeah, 55, 60 acres, I'd say. Is, you know? yeah. yeah, one of them too. And it's sort of like, you drive in one point, it's sort of like, there's only three, four swims you can actually get to from the bank. Mm. So you sort of drive through the gate and you, you drive down, you've got like a little boat launch thing there and you sort of pull your boat out and you, you look down the lake and you sort of like, so you got a bit of a compound where you you put all your boats and whatnot, that's and then it. you. Uh, and sort of as you drive in, you got the crayfish on your right hand side. Yeah. That's about four acres. Then, like as you drive, you drive in between the crayfish and the um the island lake, and yeah. then you got your boat compound there, and your mm. little boat launch down to your left, and just behind, sort of to the left of the boat launch, that's sailing club point. Yeah, and you got. A swimming secret, secret. Next, yeah. Then and you've got the jetty, sort of where you launch your boats from, and it, yeah. yeah. And then Johnny Alps and Spring Gates. Spring Gates, yeah, yeah. Spring Gates sort of fishes out towards the channel in between K1 where the bridge is. Yeah. So that bridge um, separates K1 and K2. K2 being the island lake. Uh, that's what we used to call it back in the day. I don't know if anyone still calls it K2 or not. <laughs> um, but it's the same water, isn't it? So um, that's it. It's sort of like there's a meshing in there. That's like, right. Um, yeah, yeah, underneath this bridge. Inch, yeah, sort of like sticks a foot out from the water, sort of separating the two from the, the two lakes. Yeah. But when it comes to spawning, it's such the best site. We've done it, don't yeah, we? Didn't we? Incredible. Yeah. Where you get all the fish go to try and get into um, the island lake to spawn with from, the fish from yeah, the island lake. Yeah. You get all the big ones sitting near the bridge, and it's just the best sight. Ah, it's amazing! Seen. Yeah, you've never seen so many big fish. No, like, is that, so is that, visible. It's actually, you're above them, isn't you? You're yeah, above yeah. Them, and, you can, and you can tell every fish by every scale on it, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Like so it is amazing. The I think sight you see of them. Is, you see uh, a lot of photos from uh, Mike Bromfield, does not lot, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, incredible photos. Yeah, he, he takes it. Ah, yeah, a lovely man as well, Mike. He's yeah, a top he's man. Um, so. So yeah, you've got that. That's changed now, by the way. They've actually put Harris fencing down now on what some, proper fence. Yeah, well, what they've done is um, when you're stood up on the bridge now and you look down into K1 side where you see all the big ones, they've actually got Harris fencing lying Laying down. On the wall, yeah, on top. <laughs> oh yeah, with boys on them now. So, so um, fish go underneath the cage. Go under the cage. They can't get in, obviously, to the top, but it's to stop the the what? riff raff. <laughs> you was about to say the p word then. Um, yeah, it's just stop the riff <laughs> the uh riffraff from yeah catching the carp off of the bridge and dragging them um up the bank so yeah they've had to do something about it now where they're so visible i think the passers-by oh, the sight for them yeah, i've mate. seen a 50 mm. pounder well i've seen they try and lure fish from there yeah, well that's they, what they the have bridge. been doing yeah they so it's a bit different now so uh yeah so you got them four swims sorry carry on and then as you look out from the, the launch where you launch a boat obviously you've got sailing club that corner and you've got spring right, gates yeah, on your left, left corner yeah. and you've got like a big sort of island straight in front of you probably about 300 yards out from the, the, the launch mm. i'll say that island's built up what's, how many acres is that <sighs> acre acre and a half it's got to be yeah yeah big old yeah big old two island, acres are at that first island yeah yeah so you've got that island i think there's about eight swims set yeah. out on that island yeah. that's sort of you like your main swimmy area because there's not many so along where sailing club is the whole right hand side of that bank is all 
there's no fishing. The only way of fishing from it is from the islands mm. or from sailing club down yeah. in the corners. Yeah. There's no swims along that hole, so you probably got how many how many yards is that? Oh, um, thousand yards. Or yeah, something? yeah, and some and I would some, say. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. snag well, ridden, isn't it? it? The whole bank's got snags. All, all fallen trees all yeah. way along there. Yeah, isn't amazing. It? All different bank. depths all way along there, coming up and yeah. down in it all way along that margin. Yeah. And that whole margin is all sun facing, isn't it? It's it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's prime, isn't it? It's prime <laughs> for the fish. Yeah, mate. That's why you sort of like fish off the island straight to the... That's where we fish to the snag. So snags, one will fish straight over to there. Mm -hmm. And that's the sort of snaggiest point of it, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Definitely. And um, so you've got that main island. So the lake's probably... Probably like... What sort of... I'd say it's about 20 acres. Then if the other sort of side of the island's more like... The bigger side, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. So 20, I'd say about 25 acres down this end, isn't it? 20 acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say 20 acres down this end, and you've obviously got the vast amount of water up the other end of it, even bigger bit. And the sort of like islands run as sort of like through the sort of middle of it. So you've yeah, got in line the, with the main big island, and you've got another island, probably about half of an acre, and that's probably about 25, 30 yards off that island. And then you've got a little gap between that island and another island. Mm, and on that, one. the middle island, island two, there's only one swim on that, fishing the right-hand side. To, towards them snags we're talking about. Snags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not many swims that fish that bank. There's only, what is there, one, two, four, I think there's about seven swims along there. Along there, there yeah, yeah. Which ain't a lot, really, is it? Not for the amount of bank that's there. Like you say, a thousand acres is being kind, I would say. It might be even thousand longer yards, than that. Yeah, yeah. A uh, yeah. uh, thousand acres, thousand yards, sorry. Um, the, the, the whole length of the lake. Yeah, the longest yeah. So point, you, you, the main part of the fishing on there, then, I guess, is, you know, you've got that big island, eight swims on that. Second island, one swim. Third island, seven swims, six swims, three on each side, I think it is. Is six that right? Swims, yeah. Six swims on that one. Six swims, that's, it's all really mainly all just fishing off the islands and things like mm. that, isn't it? Yeah. So I'd, obviously I'd started on there my, from the snags and seeing them big ones in the snags. So like I was just more concentrating where I'd seen these bigger ones yeah, now yeah. after seeing that leeches in there and that other big one. I'd done really well out there. I fished sort of for the first part of the spring as it would start warming up mm. they sort of held up in there for the first start right of when it was warming up then yeah. they the bigger ones sort of like pushed out they're sort of just coming up spawning sort of time right okay but that's where they find them first really in the, in them snags the yeah. beginning of the year yeah yeah and then but it was a lot more of the smaller ones I come to find. I think after um, seeing them big ones in there, I think really see, I see a, I did see a few more big ones in there, but the littler ones seem to always get to me bait first. Yeah. In them, in them yeah. snags. It's always things. good for a bite along there, isn't it? Them snags. It's good for a bite, and they, I'm not saying you won't catch the bigger ones no. in there because they do. I did have, I think it was my third session in there. I had that, I think it's a fish called, they call Baby Two-Tone. Oh, right, okay, like 41 yeah. 41 and a half. Oh, lovely. That was a nice, that was out of snags. Right, yeah, nice, nice yeah, fish out on the third trip. Yeah, very nice. And I managed to catch that big head out of there, but didn't really do much more bigger ones for me. Right. So I sort of like wanted to, and while I was fishing in there, beginning of the year, the big one, Roids, end up coming out of open water. Right, okay. Main yeah, island, yeah, yeah. Swim they called Wipers sort of on the back end of the island and this that is, uh, sort of looks at <laughs> the left hand side of the lake in it yeah the yeah. main body of the water i'd probably say 
what's that that's big body of water it is it? yeah they get I'd, you know that's the rest of the lake almost that's isn't it got to be 30 acres easily i would easy, say yeah yeah it's a good 30 acres and like, i did want to sort of fish that area because when you join a, a new lake you try and sort of um get in a swim where you can see most of the body yes, of water yeah, didn't you? just yeah. to try and take as much in as you can of course but um, yeah, and knowing where I was fishing in now, I'd had I think I'd had loads more fish than everyone else. But I was I was I was catching a lot of the smaller ones out of snakes. Mm. And then Royds come out of open water, and it done another capture a week later out of the open water. Right, yeah, yeah. So now I'm thinking I need to be in this open water mm. really mm. for this fish. I know it's done previous captures in this open water sort of area as well. So. I'm just trying to build the puzzle up a bit more now, right? yeah. like learning more about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And the beauty of the fishing over there as well, a majority of the time, it's all through the aquascope, isn't it? So you're all, always seeing what the bottom of the lake looks like all the time. Your spots, how your spots are changing. You know, at the minute, unfortunately, it's got a bloody algae bloom on it at the moment. So I'm not really seeing a lot. But um, I've got a few weeks at the start of the, the start of the year where it was gin clear and. You know, you you're learning so much when you're seeing all that on the bottom, aren't you? You know, <laughs> you ain't as lucky as me, ever. You? you? ain't been as lucky as me. <laughs> Unfortunately not. The yeah. algae seems to follow me about a bit. I don't know if it's the aftershave I wear or what, but it seems <laughs> to follow me wherever I go, Nicky, you know, so yeah. Well, I nearly got this lake clear, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you did, yeah, yeah. You told me it's going to be Yeah, bad. well, this is uh, the pond that was sat on, um is a lake i've fished for the last couple of years and it has been savage over here with the algae um but it cleared up for you cleared up, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I, really? joined, I got i think it was five or six weeks and i'm like to lean on i don't know what you're on about this is staying clear like he said yeah it's shocked me he's gone back to what it um yeah does to yeah this place which is uh yeah very algae like yeah. so yeah um all the time you're fishing over on the island that you're fishing in gin clear water majority of the time aren't you and so you're you know how much did you learn through staring through an aquascope whilst over there you know what what was well, it well the beginning of the year it's like the weed ain't really grown up it's a lot you can find the car poles and things like that mm. but you, you're finding them in big open water with really no feet around them do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so that weed comes up it's sort of they're like passing points sort of in mm. there mm. But when I joined the lake, the plan was to not get out of the boat until I'm on fish, do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. That's what my plan was when I first joined. And through the year, my plan changed to not get out of the boat till I found the fish I want, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it changed. I obviously wanted bites when I first got on there. Of course, yeah. And then from the bites, I wanted the ones... Like, I didn't want to waste no catch. more time. Yeah, yeah. So I'd stay in the boat till I'd leave saying something I'd like. Mm. Obviously, if I didn't find saying that I wanted... I'd try and get on these other fish or fish yeah. in the zones where I knew these bigger ones were previous for previous captures. Yeah. So I'd done the season on there that year. Just looking at, like, learnt so much because there is a few fish in there. So there's the, all the other boaters I've fished before, it's hard to learn stuff when nothing's happening. Do you know yeah, what I mean? If yeah. nothing's happening, how are you meant to learn things sometimes? Yeah. But on there, I was getting bites. I was seeing what was changing. I was seeing what they preferred to eat first on the spot and what they didn't really want. They weren't taking off spots. Right. And our spots was changing. Our quicker spot can change yeah, and yeah. clear and get bigger. 
and how it can die off when it gets too big. Right, yeah. Because you can see all that. Yeah. Again, and seeing when the bait's gone, when how much to put in to get a yeah, bite, how yeah. much to, like, just learns you so much mm. about bait application yeah, straight yeah. away, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, um, one of the uh, mad things I think you had, as well as I've had over there, is um, getting a bite off of a baited spot and going out there thinking, I'm going to learn so much here, you know, there's going to be, the spot's going to be trashed and all the bait's going to be gone and he's going to make a dip and everything's still there yeah. other than your bloody hook bait. Like my first bite on there, I, you know, I put a few handfuls of bait down and when you're looking for an aquascope, you know, you can see everything, can't you? You know, every morsel of hemp and whatnot. And yeah, that, that going back to that spot, think, you know, with all this anticipation of everything, learning so much and then just seeing, oh, everything's still there. Yeah, but yet me hook bait's the only thing that's gone. That 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 sort of broke me a little bit, to be honest. Well, I was having that happen a lot, and I I do fish quite a crude rig, really. For yeah, for a lot of people want fish a a stiff hinge on a on a clear spot. Clear spot. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But I was fished I fished bottom baits before, and they'd gone over spots, and I've seen the rigs just land on your lead and things like that, and yeah, would yeah. have been in and move your your thingy and things like mm. that. And I think I'd rather, when you've gone through all that effort putting your rig out by a boat, the last thing you want is having to do that again. Yeah, mate. Or either a bird's picked it up or You're always like going to want something that's going to reset itself. Be presentating yeah, all the yeah. time. So I made sure I went with a stiff injury because I knew I was always presentating. No matter yeah. what, even a bird picked it up, mm -hmm. like a little line or something like that. There's a lot of eels in there as There's well, though, isn't there? coming through yeah, your spot. Yeah, nightmare they are. They can move your rig about a bit like that. I've definitely had them doing it to me, to be honest, over there. I know I have. Yeah, so where I was fishing that, that big pop up, a lot of the times, like Lee was saying, I was going out there and all my bait was still there, just like a few bits gone after time. Like, literally, you're putting the crumbs down there just as a freshen up. Mm. You're worried about putting a couple of big handfuls yeah, yeah. down there. But you want to put sank fresh on it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I was just like, when we were just like, just topping it up with like half a handful. But if you didn't know that, you'd be putting three of, I don't know, 25 spoms out there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Fishing these syndicates and things like that and these lower stock waters, trying to get a bite, like you would never do it, would you? No, When you mate. see that bait on the bottom. Oh, it just, you, you look, when you see a bed of boilies on the bottom, you just think, why on earth would they ever they eat that? It just looks wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, it like, looks wrong. But a load of marbles How many on times have we caught? Like, I know, didn't I? Yeah, like going back to Avely, when I said I started on... Yeah, yeah. When I fished there, I'd put a whole bucket of particle out there. Yeah. Like a whole bucket. I know, I know. And you wouldn't dream of doing that from a boat, I, would you? Because it just petrify you. I'll come fishing for three days on here with a bucket of particle. The whole what I've used to put out, mm. and I'll put out three quarters of that when I go home. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, While I'm fishing, fishing with for, the, for them three days, literally, I'm fishing with two traps. or three traps. Yeah, little, little traps. traps. Yeah, I yeah. know I'm only fishing for a bite on here and it's slower stopped, but yeah, that's it's we're getting bites off yeah, just a couple yeah. of handfuls. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If there was more fish in here, you'd put more out, but. Yeah. So, talk to us um, to the lead up of um, this giant that you had from. That's it. Made. So I'd um, done pretty well through the year. I'd end up catching... Where was we at? Was... So you'd had um, Big Ed and you'd had the other 40 at the snags, you know. So you'd had a couple of big so and down snags. So we're going through now and the fish were starting to get a bit more out in the middle of the pond yeah. and a bit more everywhere around the lake. Mm. So I'd um, 
I knew obviously I'd seen Wright's come out of um, the open water twice. Yeah. From this wireless swim. So I knew I had to be around that sort of area and run fishing for that fish. Yeah. So coming towards the end of the year, I'm thinking I'm just gonna spend all my time in here. Yeah. Get yeah, yeah. sand gam, mm. put a bit of bait at bait another spot obviously get sand going somewhere else because you're not guaranteed to get your spot every time are you no so i um was baiting another like on a southwesterly wind on a prevailing wind just so i know mm. if i if i ain't now and i'll probably be able to get on the wind on me yeah, bait you yeah. know what i mean yeah so i stayed in that open water period out there i managed the end of the year so after they spawned, I was doing a bit in there, and I was getting on the winds on me on the southwesterly. Yeah, and I managed to catch one of the good ones as it goes from there. Well, it weren't meant to be in on the end there. on the end of southwest. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I was fishing there, and I, I think I couldn't get in there one trip into vipers. In, into yeah, vipers. Yeah. So I went on me baiting spring gates. So I was mm. baiting spring gates, and I put me rod out there, and this I've been baiting it now for about seven weeks. Yeah. I'd say just like not low, just yep. a little bit here and there on yeah, the way yeah. back. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, I, so there was someone in Vipers, so I thought I'd just get on my baiting ears, a nice wing coming up. Yeah, yeah. And the first morning, I end up having a scarred mirror, <laughs> which was meant to be living in the lake next door, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, well, it's the big one from K1. Yeah. Because um, after Starry's passed away, um, mm. that became the next big next, one. Yeah, yeah. So their biggest fish in their lake was living was in now the swimming in the island. <laughs> but I, I didn't know this, Lee. I didn't no, know no. much about K1. Yeah. I didn't know much about the island. I didn't know much about that. I, mm. I don't really read into much. So I didn't know that this fish was thingy. Was from next door. From so next you just door, put it yeah. back like it was... A, yeah, and yeah, mate cool. Jack, he had had one really similar to this fish. Mm. But this was after spawning. He had had his one before spawning. Yeah. And it was 41 and a half. <laughs> and I've caught this one after spawning, and I'm saying to him, it's well spawned out that fish, but it's bigger than what you call it. Yeah, yeah. Something it looked really similar to the one he had. Right. I didn't really study the pictures too much. No, no, yeah. Just thinking, I just thought oh, it was the same one as that one. Yeah, well, yeah. So I've just had the one you've had. It's bigger than what you've had here. Mm. He must have think, oh, he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, so I've just released it, put it back in the lake. Yeah, yeah. Back into the not knowing, yeah, that it what was. was it? I think it was just so. What's happened? It. It's jumped over the fence, isn't it? You know that. Or... I think it's when I first joined there, the water was up at the beginning of the year, and it was the the water was about two inches. From the top above, of the fence above that separates the, the two lakes. So it was yeah. over the fence. Mm. And the beginning of the year, you know, they get like leeches and parasites on them. Yeah. They rub against things. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's rubbed against that and gone over. Yeah, because I'm sure someone told me that they got Rob Hughes to do it because everyone was saying, oh, they're swimming underneath it. They're swimming. But I'm sure yeah, Hughesy went and checked. Um, with his scuba gear that there there wasn't any else don't hold me to that that might not be the truth but it's a story that I've heard anyway so it must have jumped over well they've said there's definitely no holes down there because I think they definitely got it checked didn't they but yeah. I reckon it's jumped over I don't see any point in why someone would move that if you've caught nah. that fish why would you put it in yeah. there you know and wasn't there like um, a f not very nice fish that was in the island that had ended up in K no, it was one. K1. There was one in K1. I think it's like a really ugly one, isn't it? Yeah, That's... from the island. Sorry. Yeah, it had been moved. Is that no, right? No, it was no. from K1 and it got into oh, the island. Oh, into the island. Well. Sorry, yeah. I think it was three that got into the island. Yeah. 
from so you wouldn't have moved this little one that's no, got yeah, no, no mouth into the eye you know you just wouldn't do that along with another big and they've jumped over i think they? they've jumped over yeah, yeah me personally so i've caught this fish not knowing it's the biggest fish in k1 yeah. <laughs> Like, it's Do catch them, Nicky. Even when they're not meant to be yeah. swimming in their own lake. Well, you've got to get a ticket on there now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes, yeah, so I've caught this. Spawned out just under 45 pounds. Mm. Put that one back. And from that from that trip onward, I stayed in there for about three, four weeks, i say. Yeah, Regular yeah. coming back in there. Maybe five weeks. Mm. And I'd caught every morning in there. I'd caught every morning. There was like a hump out there. Yeah. Just before the um the bend bends ran, before the island starts, there's sort of like a bar that runs across about 20, 30 yards off the island and from the bank between K1 mm. and the island. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's the bar. I was baiting and I was catching every sort of, every morning. I might miss a morning, but the next morning I'd have one. Yeah, yeah. A lot of smaller ones, but I had another one and an, another one of the good ones. I think it's the Patch Mirror. Patch Mirror. Right, yeah. I think it's another 40. I caught that one at 38 spawn Oh, out. wow. Yeah, nice. Very From nice. From there. Then after that, it, the lake started quieting down, sort of coming into September, the end of September. Yeah, I've heard it sort of shuts up in the winter time. Yeah. It's almost, you know, it just... Which is... I did have a go on there in the winter, I didn't have no doing No, I've had, yeah, a lot of other people, do, you know, spending a bit of time over there and just saying, you know, it's not worth it, it's one of them things. But you got to try, ain't ya? That's it. Yeah, there was try. nowhere else I wanted to be and no other fish I wanted to catch out in the Yeah, minute. yeah. So it would have been wasting my time going anywhere else. Yeah, cool. So I um got back into there around October time, back into the wipers and just thought I'm going to concentrate in, in here now through mm. the winter. Yeah, yeah. Through the winter in here, I could see most of the ponds. Yeah, you know, yeah. I could get a lot of angles. I could fish a lot of water from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I just concentrated in there and, like, sort of the end of October. I already knew my spots from what I was fishing in there anyway. Previous, and I was, yeah. when I could, I was topping them up here and there mm. and it weren't busy still while I was fishing in here. Yeah. So I got back in there. I started having a few again from there. I ended up having a really good session. I think it was middle of October, I was saying. I think it was a full moon as well, it was. Right. Middle of October. Yeah, I yeah. Had, by that point, I'd had quite a few big mirrors, but I'd, I ain't had a 30 common out there. I'd had two 29s, but I still ain't had a 30 right, common. Right, I think I was on, like, 33 fish by that point, I Okay, saying, yeah, yeah. And no 30 commons. Right. And then I'd... I had leeches my first night, like proper common out there, there. Yeah, I had leeches at forty-eight, eight or forty-eight, seven. It was lovely. Um, big old carp, ain't it? Big common that. What fish oh, to have as well? Beast, yeah, very man. nice. Yeah, very nice. Such a lovely fish. Um, so I had that, and I braced that with um the, the, one of the scaly mirrors in there. Yeah. Yeah, a, really, mega, really mega, mega yeah. Like Man, a really, mega, yeah. really long one. It's got the proper fish bag. of a lifetime, that, that scaly thing. I mean, there's a lot of fish of lifetimes in there, but that one is um, very special. Definitely. Yeah, it's a special. It's yeah, one of mate. the prettiest ones around that little bit. In yeah, it, I'd agree. So. Yeah, 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 I'd agree, definitely. That one and the one in here is... Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 without doubt. Mate, that... Um, yeah, so I'd had that and I'd had leeches the same morning. Yeah, yeah. And I was just overjoyed do you know what i mean <laughs> and then the next morning i'd had 
230 commons. No, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so they all come session, along at once. I had three over 30, but then the whole year, I'd had no... No, no comments. Yeah, but wow. Full moon, October full moon. Do you play a lot on that, on your your own fishing, the moon phases and whatnot? You know, do, does that come into your fishing at all? Is it something you keep an eye on a lot? Always, I never used to really keep an eye on it because I only get my days to fish. Yeah, I yeah. can't do nothing about my days. They're my days I have to go, so yeah, yeah. I'm going on them days no matter what, so mm. I didn't really pay no attention on it. But I'd say the last three or four years, I've really liked been documenting captures like yeah. mine and other people's mm -hmm. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. there's definitely something about it Lee yeah for big fish I'd say definitely yeah yeah it's too much of a coincidence isn't it you know I had it, the lucky common on a full moon did you leeches right. on a full moon yeah yeah there's got to be something in it isn't there so yeah obviously roids you know what what happened there talk to us about the capture of obviously the big one Oh yeah, so we were in October now, it sort of like died off sort of after that, I had, I think I had the session back after that, I think I nicked two fish, hmm. and then after that it just really dwindled off through the yeah, winter, yeah. I think I didn't catch nothing else in there right. for that season, so after that I, um, where did I go after that? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> where did I go? That's when I went north met, isn't it? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So we'd have gone over. That's it, so that's met it, yeah. From... So the north met, so you obviously you finished up on the island for that first season, moved on to the north met for the winter. I take it that went well, no doubt. Yeah, I um, started the north met. Yeah, I think it was. I think it won. I didn't go on there to the March, I think it was. Yeah. I let it warm up a little bit. Right, okay. Just the start of the. Um, when it started warming up a little bit. Um, I think I struggled on there for me first, I think about seven sessions, I think. Right. But it's massive, it? it's, it's about 75 acres, but sometimes to just get to the lake, you can be have to park a mile away from it. Oh God, really? It's half a mile, some of the walks I was doing, oh. and before you get to the north, mate, you got a big massive railway bridge. Yeah, yeah, so we've seen a lot of photos. <laughs> You'll get your barrow over the railway bridge, so you ain't even seen the lake yet. Mm. You can't park near the railway bridge. There's always cars there unless you turn up overnight. Right. Because everyone parks there for going to work. So um, it's the challenge is so it's got the challenges there straight away yeah, before you even yeah. see the lake. Mm. So you get over the bridge and then you got about another 500 yards before you even see the water, and then you get to the corner of one bank. So um. I was just, I ended up buying an electric barrel for it in yeah, the end. Yeah. Ended up getting a power pole up. And I um, was just doing laps really, seeing if I could see anything, just trying to learn about there at first. And I managed to catch, I think the back end of the year, I think as it was getting cold in October. I'd had a few by then, I think I'd had about seven fish up to 33 pound. 330s in there. Right, them. lovely. And then, um, that's good going on there, isn't it? Yeah, it's the crayfish in there. I've never ever fished the water so bad with crayfish. Really? It's unreal. Mm. 
Like literally, they, they take your bait down the holes if you fish off any bars. Oh wow! Like they, they live, they've got like hotels made up in the bars. <laughs> like, they just live like millions of holes up in the bars where they. And if you fish up against any, but they, sometimes you ain't even fishing. They've took your rigs down the holes. You know oh, what I mean? Oh dear! And you're already fishing with plastic hook baits. Yeah, you know yeah, but they're completely making a rid of. Yeah, you're not getting even rid fishing. of the rig. Yeah. And I, all my <clears> fishing has always been about presentation. Yeah. Now I've got these crayfish absolutely ruining every mm. bit of presentation I can put out there and in the end they like force you to fish really stiff hook links and like everything stiff do you know what I mean yeah is that how you got round it then was it just fishing stiff hook links yeah that? really stiff hook links and like shortening the hook links really shorter right so okay there weren't really much they could move them about too much yeah and um just fishing like loads of bait on there like the opposite way around as we were saying see like all different lakes are different yeah, i know we yeah. covered it earlier like mm. just fishing for bikes on here but then on there you're just fishing for a bite but you've got the crayfish taking all your bait yeah. and there was literally if i put um a bait out there even in the winter on the shallower spots you'd you'd probably last about 45 minutes to an hour oh bloody hell and wow. your bait's gone it was so bad on there for the craze so it was sort of like all plastic hook baits and fishing like loads of boiling really. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. the end I just come away from the party call because I was fishing a spot I could walk around and um, bait up. It was um, 33 wraps from me swim but you could walk down along the margin and get round and do it all by a catapult. Right, so ideal. Put all my yeah. bait out by a catapult, <clears throat> load of boilies. Start off with about 5 kilo of boilie and then, um, but it was quite easy because I could get a Your nice spread from nice, the catapult. Yeah, yeah. And I'd fish all the way along down, and you sort of like going past two islands to get to where yeah. they sort of where they live. The fish sort of live in this outer band sort of bit. Yeah. And you sort of their way out of there. And I managed to get Tyson from there, in, I think it was the start of November that year. So I'd had the Locky Common in between this. That right, year. right. So I was fishing this when I was doing the stow on like proper concentrating. Yeah, yeah. I was more into the Locky than I was North Met sort of. Yeah. Like, it was just a go-between sort of somewhere where I could be local to yeah, the stow. Yeah, yeah, Because by now I've moved all the way to Essex and to get to the stow into London, it was either leave double early in the morning and yeah. sit outside the gate for three hours till it opens. Right. Or just do like what I was doing in the evenings. Going, going up to the traffic running, guys yeah. down, just getting around it on a pedal bike. Right. So I'd done that in-between fishing thingy, but the back end of the year, I'm, like, I'd caught them local common and yeah. I managed to catch Tyson from that spot. Wow. On, um, Another big there. common, that, isn't it? How big no, was no, that? it's a mirror now. Mirror, sorry. Tyson. They call it Tyson because it's got a massive tail. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, it's massive. It's like two bucket lids. Really? It's, it's unbelievable, his tail. And I managed to catch that just under 45 pound. That God, one was. Wow, what a carp. Yeah, yeah mega carp. From that distance out as well, yeah, the battle was yeah. unreal. Yeah, I bet it was. To be fair, that was on a full moon as well. Oh, I was remember it? it. I, right. I just got it past it. It went round one of the islands at one point, but I was fishing with braid anyway. Yeah. At long distance with 40 pound braid as well. I was like, well, going, like, well ready for him. Mm. And um, took me round the island, got it back out from round this island, and then I. Um, it was just ploring about all in front of me. I must have had it on for all five minutes. Wow. But it was like half four in the morning. This moon was still up banging in front of me. Yeah. And that's how I met. It was a full moon. And I was just like, 
in the end I was just like, please just come in, please. <laughs> I'd had it on for so long, it was just standing in front of me, just deep, just plowing along right, trying to take me around. So I'd got it around this island, and I'm like, where I was fishing, they call it bailiffs, and there's like, you have to go across three bridges, right. like three old wooden bridges, to get onto this point, so there's all like little dot yeah, islands, yeah, yeah. And it's sort of like all amongst the <coughs> islands. You're fishing all amongst islands. So I've got it back away from these two big main main islands. Now I've had it in front of me for at least 25 minutes, this fish. And I'm just thinking, please, just get in the net. And then he's tried doing me all the way around these right islands. Men up getting it back around there. And <sighs> in the end, I ended up getting it over the net, got in the net, looked in the net and realised what one it was. Yeah, mega. So I had that and I had another one that session. And it sort of slowed up on there towards the end of the year. I've done a bit more because I thought it might be a bit easier through the winter where mm. the craze are less active. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might be fishing over your bait a bit more and you might be able to use um, like Boys real bait. But it is a mega, it's got its <coughs> challenges over there. It didn't really do any bites that winter. I think the back end of the, as we were coming on to the new season, I think it started doing bites again. Right. So from there, I thought, but the whole time I was on. North Met. After I'd caught the locky common, my head was just so showing like well I didn't catch roids after having all them bites on the island. Like. Mm. I think I finished up on the island, like, I think I had fifty-five bites that wow. season. Oh, and there was people coming on there. It, it come out three times that year I was on there. And there was people coming on there and they was having it like one of them had it as their first fish, fish one yeah, of them had it as yeah. their third one wow. of them had it as their seventh, and I'm thinking, what have I got to do to catch this car? <laughs> yeah. I'm fishing in all these zones, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. where it's known to come from, and I and I ain't caught it. Oh, mate. So this whole time, I'm sort of like on that, on the stone and fishing North Met, I thought, oh, I need to get back and have this roids. I can't let this one defeat me. I yeah, need to yeah. It's such, and it was growing. It's been growing it like every year, at a rate of about three pound a year for the last seven years. So I knew it was just getting bigger anyway. Mm. And um, the year I come, what was it? Yeah, that's it. It didn't come out the next year while I was on there. It didn't do a capture <coughs> while I was off there then. Was that the year um, that it went murky that year? That's was it. That it, went, year? it went, well, I think they filled in a lake at the back of um, K1, yes, I think. Yeah, back, and yeah, it, it dropped all the water levels on all the lakes. Mm. So all the snag spots and all that, I was... I weren't on there that year, but I've heard they was all fishing in front of the snags, so the snags was too shallow for the carp to even get in. Oh, wow. I think it dropped shallow, about right. four or five foot in depth. Right, really? So I weren't on there that year. Obviously, I was on there, but when I come back, I heard all the stories yeah. in it. They said it went really murky that year. Yeah, which is what it's done now, and uh, Royds is yet to do a capture this year, so I'm sort of wondering whether he might get away with it this year, you well, know? Well, like, that year I was on there, so the year before that, he come out twice straight away once after each other and he'd done a capture towards the end of the year to head better ridge yeah and um so i'd done three captures that year and like i say all of them was from that sort of walk where i was starting to pay more attention yeah on. yeah so coming back there from fishing now I, I thought this year i'm not even going to waste my time unless i see it near the snags i'm going to stay well away from the snags and the year i come back here come crystal clear again yeah. I just must have hit it right. Yeah. So I've had a year <laughs> off, it's gone really murky. Yeah. And then I've come back and it's gone gin clear again and the water's back up to where it was. <laughs> but I must have like just everything fell into place yeah, moving today. Yeah. I caught the common. I had a good one from the North Met. Yeah. And then I've come on to it and the water's gone clear again. Yeah. And I thought, oh lovely, happy days, do you know what I mean? But um 
I ended up doing a whole year fishing the areas that I was fishing mm. and I really got them going like, I really started catching fish where boys was known to be caught right so all year I'd think I worked out, out of that swim I think I had 33 bites coming up and I think we was by August that's it I think I caught it in August right so by August I'd had 33 bites from the swim all right. the known areas where boy, I was fishing all them areas and a month before I caught it in August it's quite a late spawn of roids it done a massive capture it come out of 61 pan mm. so like Wow. I was just what like it's just never expect to catch a fish that big. No. I was always I thought when I was on it it was doing fifty just under fifty five pound. I thought if I could just get a fifty get out fifty five pound I yeah, would have been yeah, happy. Yeah. So and it had done a capture now someone had caught it from like a known area from where it'd come from, but mm. not not normally where it's known to come from. A little bit not in the zones, you can still hit the area from where I was fishing. Yeah, yeah. But it does that done that capture just before that and um by august come i'd had like 33 bites now from these zones and i think what have i got to do to catch this fish and previously obviously i'd had these 55 fish and i'd had a few yeah. bites that i'd lost mm. so i'd working up i think i was on about 89 bites or 90 bites mm. by now to mm. make and still not have caught it so one more I'm just sitting on my bed here. I've had a I've had a small one off the spot where it's known to come from, like first light, and I'm thinking like, I'm just sitting there like a bit deflated thinking like am I ever gonna catch this yeah, fish now? Yeah. I've had so many bites, it's like some fish might are just not meant to be, yeah, I think. Mate. You just gotta give up, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm um so I'm just sitting on my bed all morning, like I've had this small one, I'm thinking oh, I'm never gonna catch this. The wind's hacking in my face. It's like I've had the wind on me now for two days. Yeah. It's like got into me skin now, the wind. I'm a yeah, bit deflated yeah. when I ain't caught this. And half one in the day, the rod's just ripped off. Random time like of random day, day, Half past yeah. one that day after being so deflated, mm. it, it just ripped off half one in the day. Mental. And what 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 was the, what was the fight like? Was it all... Well, to be fair, that time where the where it was quite clear the water, the weed was just horrendous. That year, it was yeah. just like the worstest I've ever seen it. Like you couldn't even um, you couldn't launch a boat. You'd have to take your prop out your engine and wade at least, like row at least 40, 50 yards mm. past the weed, and you were sort of like going through gaps in the weed yeah. and then pulling your prop back out and putting it back in. The weed no, was that bad. Yeah, so sort of like everything you up, that was all the same sort of thing. You'd get a little bit of a take. Mm. take a bit of line and it just goes solid mm. and by that time i weren't really putting no pressure i knew the coup i was just straight in the boat get over the top of the fish take keep 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 minute. obviously keep the line all nice and tight out yeah, to the fish yeah. but not try and pull it out of the weeds not like, pulling yourself yeah, out of the weed via like, the boat and all because what i yeah. done where the weed was bad i noticed a few other bites i was getting and i lost a few for up pulls where the weed was so bad i'm trying to pull myself towards the fish yeah, yeah. i'm pulling them out of the weed not knowing they're out of the weed where i'm still stuck in weed in a yeah, boat yeah. and there's a bit of thingy and by the time i'm getting i'm like pulling out a fish yeah. trying to pull myself through the weed well i can't put my prop into the no no and you're in panic mode at that point me. and yeah well, i can't put my prop down to get me out to it and yeah. keep a tight line on the fish at the same time yeah, it's not you ideal. sort of like try and pull yourself out so i'm hoping that the fish has gone round the weed you ain't pulling on them yeah, of course you're just yeah. pulling on the weed you're, i'm just letting them weed yeah, up yeah. but a couple of times obviously when i'm pulling and not knowing sort of how hard i'm pulling and if they've come out the um a couple of times i pulled out of like they'd come out of the weed 
and they'd, they'd come off, do you know what I mean? Mm. So now I'm, I'm on it a bit more and I'm just getting myself out there, not pulling too hard on the line yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And um, I end up getting myself straight over the top of it. It was solid in weed, like absolutely solid in weed. But I'd learnt a little thing on there, what I was doing. Instead of um, trying to pull my line through the weed, I'd get my rod tip and I'd wind my tip down with my like down straight follow my line through the weed with my rod tip and i'd sort of like get all the way down to my real handles under the water and i'd just like pull up slow but use my rod to come through the weed as well right okay. instead of like trying to lift all that weed up in one big i'd use the rod tip as well as i'm pulling just come up yeah, and yeah. i'd used to always get them out like that no problem right. no struggle like nice. i see a lot of people struggling on there yeah like, really a lot of people was having to use two people do you know what i mean mm. in the boat mm. and um, i found a way of doing that and it, they was all coming out straight away so oh, i'd nice. got him out as he's come up he's like come up on the side and then just look massive he's yeah. just ma they, like from that depth when you see him before you actually see him you just see like looks like sort of like a football or something yeah, just coming up yeah, like yeah. sort of like glowing just coming yeah. through the water and it just looked massive obviously i didn't know it was roids at the time because there's yeah. another one in there quite big and it's sort of the same not the same size but it's like near 50, 50 and just done yeah, over yeah. 50 yeah and i'm thinking oh you just i'll just at that point i just never thought i was going to catch the fish do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so i'm thinking oh maybe it ain't that way one of the other ones and like in my head even all the way like after i've had this mega battle with it like out of these weed beds by the time i got in the bank i'm still telling myself it's not roids you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> all the way to the point where i put it on the scale like i had to just get it on the bank and just put it on the scale and just get an average weight of it yeah, just to know yeah. what one it was yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mental. even though i knew it was roids but mm. it was just i just couldn't believe that i'd actually caught it yeah, after what wow. i'd been through on there wow what size was it um 56 pound it was oh, there mate. mega 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 what still a God. mega fish and yeah it's, mate. and it still it, it even though it was spawned out and it had been that sort of size before it still looked in prime oh mate because yeah, like, yeah, i come over no obviously scratchy. did a bit of video footage with you and whatnot and yeah what a carp yeah it was just, it's, it's maths lovely isn't it yeah, it's mate. just everything on it was just crisp with it at the time and it was like a really big wind it was raining when we done the pictures it just looked puckered didn't it yeah mate yeah mega mega well mate we're definitely going to come back and talk about obviously your antics over on this pond that we're sat on at the minute uh we won't give it away obviously you know where we are and what have you and i know um there's going to be plenty of stories that you're going to have over here because obviously it's your first season over here um and yeah i'm not going to give things away but i'm sure uh we will be able to fill up a podcast of all your antics over here and mate listening to your stories um of all these big ones that you've had from all these different venues and that and, and we haven't even touched the surface with some of your abroad fishing as well because i know you've had some cool adventures out there um mate we're definitely going to come back and uh catch up on not only your abroad stuff what goes on here and mate really appreciate all of your stories that you've told on this podcast yeah we're trying it a bit more fresh so it's a bit more in me me head next time aren't we? <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm trying to talk about things that have happened so long ago oh, no, and so yeah. many other things have happened in between yeah i yeah. think if we can get it fresh out of time i can tell you yeah a bit more on it about yeah would be very cool mate and thank you for coming on the podcast nicky no worries leon you mate nice having Cheers, you mate. Dude. Top thank man. you take care mate <laughs> 
Well, I hope you all enjoyed that interview with Nicky Mills. The, yeah, some of the carp that that boy's caught, unbelievable, incredible. And let me tell you, there's going to be some great stories that he's going to have on the pond that he's fishing, which we will obviously catch up with him once he's... Uh, conquered that lake as well as all the other lakes that he's done as well so thank you for listening um guys we've got a new clothing range that will be coming out very soon so keep an eye on the dna baits website uh yeah we've got that clothing range coming out literally within uh the next few days i believe so yeah keep an eye out on the website there's some new clothing that will be coming out and yeah it's brilliant clothing let me tell you i've had the joggers and the hoodie for cool, quite a while now washed it many many times and it's still as good as the day that i had it so yes keep an eye out for our new clothing range coming out as well there's going to be some uh hat wear as well coming out so um yes hopefully you are all out now, safe and sound, and uh, fishing a lot, and not working too hard, and we will speak to you on the next one.